we didn't go to church. We just <laughs> Simpsons was our church. And uh, at least your church was actually fun, dude. You should have saw my dad. So Simpsons always came on Fox, I guess, up in your area. It was Fox Two. It's we just had Fox Five. Fo- yeah, yeah. So Fox Five is thirteen down here. Sure. So it's a different just channel number. And uh, man, you should have saw Dad on the nights where the baseball games ran late because the baseball games would always run from like three o'clock in the afternoon to like six, maybe seven, and mm-hmm. the Simpsons would come on at seven. And if the game went late, he was. Bitch, he goes, everybody, he goes, I don't care about this stupid-ass sport where people are standing around, not doing shit, because dad watched hockey growing up. Yeah. So, in hockey, you're not, like, they have to rotate people all the time because you're constantly going. Yeah. And, dude, and then, like, so he wouldn't be so mad as it just started late, like, they would still play The Simpsons, but there would be some rare nights where they're just like, yeah, Simpsons aren't coming on tonight, so we're just going to not play the Simpsons so everything else stays on track and my dad's like, fuck this. <laughs> and then he's just pissed off the rest of the week. Oh. <laughs> uh, really? That yeah. passionate about the Simpsons? Yep. Hold on one second. See, what they used to do is they used to do a picture in picture. So if the game would over They would do those sometimes, yeah. Uh into something else, they'll show the other show in a smaller picture. Which was dumb because like we weren't really a Simpsons. So my household was not anything. Like I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. I wasn't allowed to watch Jesus. Family Guy. Uh, I what they were. I don't know. Name something. I probably wasn't allowed to watch it. Futurama. Yeah, that. King of the Hill. Um, but when I was over Married my grandparents' house, I'd be able to watch that shit. My grandfather is was because he passed away recently. Uh, he was like a like an archive for sports history. He can tell you – he can't tell you who his kids' names were or what their birthdays were. Those aren't were. important. <laughs> uh, but he could tell you, like, where he was when Mickey Mantle, like, won the World Series in 1950. Fuck it. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, it's it, it was crazy. So he was – Was he alive – yeah, he was alive for when the Cubs won recent in the 2016, right? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And was he, he – He may have been senile in his older age, but <laughs> God damn it, did he fucking, like – he told me the story about, like, some fucking game that he went to go see because my grandfather was a softball player in his older age. He used to play baseball. Mm-hmm. He went on to play softball, and uh, he used to also play basketball. And he's part of, like, that region's Hall of Fame. So he's in the National Hall of Fame for softball, and he's, like, in the East Coast Hall of Fame for minor basketball, some shit like that. Jesus. Yeah. So – he would tell me about these games that he would go to over and over and over. Did I tell you about the softball game that I went? Yeah, Pop, fucking four times right after you Well, listen, because I'm going to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. It was, it's ridiculous. I'm worried because I do that shit now with like my wife. You have Alzheimer's. Probably. I, dude, I got so mad the other day. I, like, I, like, didn't stomp into the kitchen, but I, like, kind of almost Kramered into the kitchen, and Hallie was, like, sitting at the, yeah, I was just, like, I, I walked in, and Hallie's watching TV at the, at the island. She's just sitting there. She goes, what? I was, like, I walked in the bathroom, and I fucking forgot what I walked in there for. And she goes, did you remember? I said, no. And then 10 minutes later, I was, like, I remembered, and I walked back into the bathroom. I mean, that's common. <laughs> That's that's it, I think that's I'm, a different level. When you start repeating though? the same, well, when you start repeating the same story 
like eight times over in the same conversation, there is something clinically wrong with you. Okay, so not in the same conversation. I do it every week, but not on the same, not in one conversation. I think that that's passable. I mean, it's annoying, but it's still passable. I think you're fine. My wife is just constantly. I'm like, I like. Did I tell you? She goes, yes. I was like, you know, I listen to a lot of the stories you tell me over and over again, and I act like they're the first time you've ever told them. She goes, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, like we used to do the picture in picture, and I would be forced to watch Futurama in a smaller screen with like (laughs) subtitles that were in that smaller screen. So I couldn't fucking (laughs) read it. You couldn't see shit to begin with. No. I'm already blind as shit, and this was back when I didn't have fucking glasses because my parents didn't believe in the doctor. <laughs> they Fuck, didn't fucking, believe in the doctor? Bro, anti-vaxxers. I don't talk oh, about this. I don't that's talk why about you're this. always sick. I don't talk about this. So uh, it never clicked with me. I didn't realize <laughs> what my mother was until I was much older, and we had a conversation about vaccines. I was always sick. And my older schools, like, I went to Upper Room in New York, Long Island. And if they hear this one day, I don't fucking care. Um, But, like... Corona's going on up there right now. I don't know if they ever, like, did vaccine checks. Like, I would assume in order for you to operate in New York State, you have to have all your vaccines set away. Well, in New Mexico... They would take kids out of their classes, and if you weren't up to date on your vaccines, they would do it on the spot. And this was in the mid-90s. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they they didn't fucking play. And this was also like a stupid little Christian school off-the-grid type shit. But, uh, no, we got into a conversation one day, and my mom starts going off on all the fucking vaccines, and you don't know what's in them, and they're putting microchips and microbes in there. I'm like, oh my god, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? It all just, like, made sense. Yeah, yeah, because I remember having to stay way later when I was getting, when I just got to Paris Island. Like, they they give you, like, different, like, vaccines and shit like that because you're going to be exposed to a bunch of bullshit in the swamp. They had to spend, like, extra time with me, and he was like, oh, no, no, this boy's not ready. This boy's not ready. Get back in the line. <laughs> Jesus. It was, that, probably, that probably is, like, probably factors into why you you get sick a lot, like, as an adult, too. Yeah, like, I know that I have allergies, and there are certain things that I'm, like, fucking immune to. Because I just think that I've been exposed to the elements in certain areas. But, like, my biggest bane is the common cold or just anything that has to do with the upper respiratory system. Oh, you're going to die. Yeah, which is why (laughs) I don't go outside right now. You don't understand. I have been preparing for the coronavirus all my life. I don't go outside. (laughs) You only went outside for however many years you were a Marine. And then before and after that, you've been in a building. Yeah. And when I was in the Marine, they always put you in, like, shitty areas, so you just, like, all the elements hit you at once, and so it's just like, oh, malaria, that's fine, that's perfectly Good okay. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's terrifying. Your mother was Jenny McCarthy before Jenny McCarthy came around. Yeah, I guess fucking so. <laughs> well, I was vaccinated, and I, I didn't get sick a lot. Must be nice. I don't think I'm on the spectrum either. 
So, okay, now I, I know where you're going with that joke. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wait, am I on the spectrum? I don't remember being put on that. No, it's yeah, because the vaccines are supposed to cause autism yeah. and all that shit. So, right. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, Corona. Bro, I I know I'm keep on going back to it, but like my mom had a sh- fucking shit fit about getting Alexi vaccinated. She's like, you need to be super careful about you know getting him vaccinated. And then like the whole talk about oh, Alexi might be autistic, and she went on the biggest. Oh, I Lord. knew it, and I'm like, no, no, you didn't fucking know it, Ma. He has ADHD, which is like you should have been like. This is God's. This is God's uh, <laughs> path for Alexi. <laughs> Sorry, son. That's God what. Made that's this what. Way. Uh, that's that's good. That's some funny shit. But uh, our icebreaker, you sent me this. It was going to be about uh, some South by Southwest news, which we'll probably go over in the news itself with one of our news articles. Yep. But you sent me this. Apparently, it's from fandom.com. I guess that's the website. Yep. Uh, it's the top 10. Hold on. Uh, the top 10 most wanted HD video game remakes. And I guess what we'll just do is we'll start from the number 10, go up to number one, and just kind of talk about them. Sure. All right. Let's do that. Uh, I didn't know Simpsons Hit and Run was that popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Simpsons Hit and Run was I remember like... playing it a lot. So Simpsons Hit and Run was like the anti-GTA. So GTA 3. I thought it was just like GTA Lite. Well, yeah. So, like, again, I wasn't allowed to have GTA 3 because. (laughs) So you were allowed to have this. (laughs) I wasn't allowed to have this either. But I could go Ah, over my other friends who who also weren't allowed to have GTA, but were allowed to have Simpsons Hit and Run. And it was pretty much like you said, GTA Lite. That game is fun as shit. It is fun. I didn't know people wanted an HD remake of it, though. I've heard some things about it. Uh. I think the thing that would be holding it back is like licensing issues. Yeah. Because it's it's owned by now it's owned by the almighty Disney. Uh Disney ain't letting no. No. They'll they'll find some way to incorporate Kingdom Hearts in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could get it on PC and people have modded the shit out of that game. Mm. And it's funny as I hell. I should look that up. Cause I need I want to play that game again. And I can't find it. I, I, I remember uh I remember Game Grumps and Oni Plays, they did a collaboration where they played the Simpsons hit and run and they turned on like some weird ass shit in the like in the version they were playing and it just showed like the grid of how like how the game is built and all that, like the three D grid and all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was stupid. Uh, so I think I got confused on the next one because I thought, so Sly Cooper didn't get an HD remake. It just got like a collection release, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what they're asking for is like hard remakes, like the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment, because technically this did get a HD remaster. Gotcha. So the Sly Cooper collection came out. I don't think that was very good. I think they. I own the collection because I got it super cheap. But I've never. The reason I own it is because I think a friend of mine at the time she was like, "Oh, I love Sly Cooper," and I'm like, "What? Like you don't play video games?" She goes, "I play Sly Cooper, Sly Cooper all the time," and I was like, "All right, I've never seen these games played, so I guess I'll watch you play them." The and first one her. is really good. Is it? Yeah, the first one's really good, and I heard like the second one is also pretty good as well i don't know about the third one um 
I just don't think they were my cup of tea. I mean, they're stealthy games. They're stealthy platformers. Uh, they were in the same like same grouping. I'm not gonna say they were like the same type of game, but they were competing with like Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I would say that they're probably the lesser of the PlayStation Two mascots compared yeah, to the other ones. Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Dax. It's still weird that Jack and Daxter tried to get serious. Jack Two was good though. Like I, I know it yeah, was weird because I always but... thought that I always thought like Jack One, like the first few Jacks, I thought were like super funny and whimsical because that's mm-hmm. how the commercials made them turn out to be. But I think it's like around three or something that it gets like super like. It's all like trying to be edgy and like super, like weird. The second one, I'll, I'll get into it later. But the second one, you can see that there's a clear cut difference between the one and two. And I think that that was a common trend in video games that had trilogies back in those days. Because the first one would always be like this fantastical bullshit, and then the second mm-hmm. one would just be like, okay, so this is the the edge fest. This is gonna be dark as shit. I mean, you saw it yeah. in, like, Prince of Persia. So you had Prince of Persia, Sands of Chime. Yeah. And then the second one was, like, The Shadow Within or some shit like that. And you had, like, half-normal mm-hmm. Arab face, the other side, like, fucking Skeletor-looking motherfucker. Yeah. I think, yeah, the first games are always to, like, establish the world mm-hmm. in, like, a funny way. And then they're like, all right, motherfucker, let's get into it. Uh, the next one... So this is funny. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Game Grumps. Have been playing Chrono Trigger, and I've been I've realized I've never actually played all the way through Chrono Trigger. Didn't know there was seventeen endings. Yeah, I've only ever like whenever I play Chrono Trigger, I've only ever I've never played it in its entirety. Like I would play like a certain section, or I would play up to a point, and then I just wouldn't play it anymore. Dude, you're the JRPG guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but still, dude, that's. It's really good, I also, and I think you. I like didn't it. know there was twelve or thirteen endings either. There's quite a few. Like uh, I don't know if I want an HD remake of it though, because I love pixel sprite work so much. Here's my argument: the DS version of Chrono Trigger is perfect. Like they, yeah, so if, like they added a lot more stuff. I don't know about a lot more, but they added more stuff to the DS remake. So I would just play that. I don't. I don't see why we would need one. If I would like to see an HD remake, pardon me, or a, a full-blown remake of something, Chrono Cross, I would say, is probably the better option. Chrono Cross is also a really good game, too. I feel like Chrono Cross, though, needs a little bit more restructuring to kind of integrate it into Chrono Trigger. Like, that, it, they're actually... I think there's, like, a very slim little thing that, like, it's connects like, Chrono Cross yeah, to there's Chrono like, Trigger. They don't explicitly say that they're connected, but they're... There is strands of, you know, right stuff happening between them. I've also heard the Steam version is on par with the DS version now, too. I, I think I bought the Steam version. I returned it because when it first came out, it was horrendous. Yeah, it was real bad. It so, was real bad, bad. I think the Final Fantasy VII Steam port was really bad in the beginning, too. Yeah, but that game got modded to shit, so I can definitely see that being a lot better, too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what was it? Uh, I was gonna say something else about Chrono Trigger. Oh, the play I like. I have it. I found out I have it on my Vita because it's the PS One Classic, and mm-hmm. that's the version that has the anime cutscenes in it. Yeah. So here's my issue with the PlayStation One version. Um, and I also bought it as like the PlayStation Classics for PlayStation Three, but they kept the lo- fucking load time. 
Like, I could be wrong. I could be, it could be, like, completely, like, something fucking up in my head because I also own the legit PS PlayStation copy, and I don't recall me playing that version. I definitely recall Mm. playing Chrono Trigger for PlayStation 1, and comparing it to the SNES version, it just felt like the game was slower. Like, yeah, you have the anime cutscenes, and they're cool as shit, but come on. (laughs) I want to play the game. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The next one is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Doesn't need it. That one got a pseudo HD remake on the DS. The the 3DS version is good enough. If I want to see anything, I want to see a port go over to the Switch. Because honestly... I mean, you see them... You see them made in uh, all those people that are like, oh, making like in the Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. and they look nice, but like, I, I think I don't. I think it's okay where it is now. No, it's it's fine. What we want, yeah. what I want to see is to like that Majora's Mask get ported over to the Switch, make make them yeah. like stupid little fifteen dollar games because now there is no reason to be spending forty dollars on that. No, no. But. Doesn't need it. Uh, the next one is, of course, Legend of Dragoon. Yes. We don't have to go into that one. Yes. So we know. No. 15-hour uh, podcast on why Legend of Dragoon needs a remake. <laughs> That's still... I, I, I have it in my brain. Like, I, I'm imagining, like, cutscenes and stuff in, like, the Final Fantasy remake. I'm uh, almost level. positive that I can play that game blind. Like, I can play each... Oh, Legend of Dragoon, yeah. Yeah. I've beaten that game probably... From beginning to end, at least six times. Started, I know we I talk know about how, how, I know how we had talked about the uh, how the combat's really cool and it was, uh, uh, it was a weird thing to see at that time. But I'm also thinking of if they just gave this the Final Fantasy VII remake entirely, where in, I mean, I, we would probably lose that quick time combat, mm-hmm. which would suck. But if you gave me the combat, which was in the Final Fantasy VII remake, where you're switching between people and making them do specific things, I can't wait. To one's going that. into Dragoon mode, like yeah, dude. Like I, I would pay yeah. upwards to a couple hundred dollars for a remake that of that caliber. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it sucks because the IP of Legend of Dragoon got bought out by some fucking company, but mm. they specialize in like anime, so I don't know if we're ever going to see like an actual either remake or successor or something having to do with the legend of dragoon. And that that's really unfortunate. Yeah. I think I was looking it up when I was playing it. I think they had like, there was talks of an anime and all that other stuff or a comic book and all that. So I don't know. Uh, the next one we got is silent Hill. Okay. The first, I'm assuming it's the first one. Um, I've never played the first silent Hill. I've actually I've never played had, any of the Silent Hills, so I'm I'm right there in the same boat with you. So maybe, maybe something for this Halloween month, maybe for the streams. Yeah, might be getting some Silent Hill stuff in there. Hell yeah! Because I know other people in the Mega Visions Discord has have played Silent Hill. I'm pretty sure Scotty's played a lot of oh, the yeah, Silent Hills, definitely. So, uh, Mass Effect is another one I've never played any of the Mass Effect games. Okay, um, I honestly don't think that it needs a remake. Um, once you start, this is just a personal thing. Once you start hitting like uh, the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, as far as mm-hmm. those games are concerned, um, I still think that they're recent enough where you can get away with an HD remaster. And I think right. that would be good enough. 
um, Mass Effect. Yeah. I love Mass Effect. First Mass Effect is my favorite. Everyone else loves two. Three, three is controversial. I like the ending of three because uh, you don't always get the good ending. Sorry. So... I just always remember that game as being I could have sex with anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Man, dude, alien, human, doesn't matter. Yep, it, that game is just fucking great. You you should really like take the time. Just play the first one. See if you like the series. See if you like the combat. It's third person shooter. Uh, it's a third person cover shooter with RPG mm. elements. Uh, there is a distinct difference between the first game and the second game as far as some mechanics. But after that, it's pretty consistent. But I just love the first game in general because the world building in Mass Effect is just some of the best quality writing I've ever seen. There was a lot of games in that era that I didn't play just because I kind of like dropped out of video games for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't play Mass Effect. I didn't play any of the Dead Spaces. I didn't Neither really did play I. any of the Uncharted's. Uh, I tried getting into Uncharted. I didn't like the first one. And I have two, three, and four, and I just haven't gotten around to, like, disciplining myself into playing it. <laughs> I watched someone play the first one, and there's a part in the first one where something happens. Like, I don't care. I don't know if you care about spoilers. I don't, I don't know if shit. you know anything. There's a part where, like, these subterranean, like, vampire-looking motherfuckers come out of the ground. And I went, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> it's, like, three-fourths of the way through the game, I think. Because most of the time, it's like, it feels like an Indiana Jones game well, for a yeah, long time. It, so, I guess it was supposed to be the successor to Tomb Raider. And then Tomb Raider happened. Like, good Tomb Raider happened. Yeah. So, like, I don't know but what But no, happened we were that. going through and I was like, okay, we got characters from The Descent in this game now. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But. Um, I would like to go back and play Dead Space, though. I've heard those games are really good. I've tried sitting down playing Dead Space. Um, again, like I need something more with my horror games because I like mm. the horror genre, but I'm more into like psychological horror and I don't mm. think that itch was being scratched. Right. Well, the next one, this is the one, uh, you're going to have some input on. Number three is Metal Gear Solid. Doesn't need it. Don't need the first one remade HD remake. I honestly don't think it. the twin snakes came out on GameCube. And honestly, I like maybe getting completely fleshed out. I don't think it's necessary because if you just like made the Twin Snakes into an HD remake, because that game does look pretty good for what it is. Um, I know people would disagree with me on that one, but I honestly like Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes on the GameCube is some of the best gaming that you can play on the GameCube itself. I mean, the only Metal Gear game I've played is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. So, <laughs> and that's not even a Metal Gear game. <laughs> it's a Metal Gear game. It's yeah, it's a character action game though. It's, it's, it's not a stealthy kind of yeah, game. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a stealth game. It's not like traditional Metal Gear Solid. But it's uh, platinum. <laughs> I mean, do you like stealthy games in general? Because honestly, they've never been like a thing for me even in like some games where you had to be stealthy and i was just like god fuck this game i don't want to be stealthy I give love, me the option i love shit like that i love the idea of but never like the tom clancy's the sniper i didn't get into the tom clancy games but i do like me some stealth games and metal gear solid or the metal gear series in general has some of arguably this this is the way that i look at it it's not like the best writing 
but it's some mm. of the most unique writing that I've seen. Uh, Kojima gotcha. is off his fucking rocker. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, more so now than before, but the way that he... <laughs> The way that he kind of like um, implements his craft and his storylines into uh, recent U.S. history, because it all mm. takes place in and about the Cold War, um, which is one of my favorite time periods in history, and I just think it's so fucking cool. So I don't think that Metal Gear Solid needs it. I think HD remake of the Twin Snakes is good enough. Okay. Number two is Sonic Adventure. Why? I mean, didn't you get like kind of not, not an HD, but you got like a more proficient port on the GameCube? Okay. So, with no. DX. I just watched a video recently on this. Um, it's just jogging my memory now. There's actually a lot of lighting issues with Sonic Adventure. There's a lot of syncing issues with Sonic Adventure DX. Um, a lot of people like really go in-depth on the reason why uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle and Sonic Adventure DX are shitty ports, which apparently they can fix on the uh, the Steam versions. I just don't think that the game needs a remake. I don't, I don't I even... Think a lot, I think a real reason a lot of people love the game is because of the goofy shit that happens when you're playing it. I guess, maybe. Uh, I wasn't too keen on it. Like, okay, so I love Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, like, nostalgia-wise. I think that the game is mm-hmm. pretty bad, but nostalgia-wise, like, I'll sit down and play this, and I'm like, yep, I played this hot garbage, and there'll still be a part of me that's loving it. Uh, oh, this is the one with Big in it, too. Yes, it is. So Ew. my issue with Sonic Adventure is that it spent too much time with Big and Amy and, like, even Knuckles. Like, I'm not a fan of the the Hunter stages. Like, playing a Sonic and Tails, that's what made me happy. If they were to do something that was more along the lines of a uh, an open-world action-adventure or just, like, action-adventure straight forward, I'd be cool with that. But anything other than that, like, adventure, I don't need another adventure. I'll just play Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I feel like Sonic Adventure 2 took those big and uh, the Amy parts and made them better with, like, the Eggman Rouge and all that stuff. Like, granted, like each side is the same. You have Sonic, which is Shadow, vice versa. You have Rouge, which is just Knuckles, and then you got Tails, which is Eggman. It's all the same shit. I mean, just it's, it's 10, 10, and 10. Like, yeah, I would have liked to play a Shadow a little bit more, and we got shafted on that. Um, but you have 10 Sonic stages, you have 10 Shadow stage, you have 10 Sonic, 10 Tails, 10 Knuckles, more or less. Uh, I really, like, I know I'm in the minority with this, but I really do enjoy the uh, Tails Eggman stages because I like E-102 Gamma. I think he's a cool mm. fucking character. So, and I enjoyed his his uh, shoot-em-up stages. So, I don't know. I don't think that the games necessarily need a remake because trying to implement that shit in modern day, um, <laughs> it just would not work. It wouldn't work right. at all. So, and then number one is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I also have never played a Knights game. So. I I would definitely stand behind that. Um, the Kotor games are phenomenal, both of them. 
I thoroughly enjoy them. Um, I would even make a case for maintaining the D20 fight system in it. Just the the writing in that game needs an update. Because, like, while it's good, it's good for OG Xbox. Like, you'll play this ah, and I'm okay. like, yeah, this is, like, the best OG Xbox game out there. But the writing is a little stiff. The voice acting is a little stiff. So if they just, like, update that, make it sound more natural, that that would be fucking quality. It's a lot of, like, a lot of uh, early anime and early uh, JRPG English dubs where they most sometimes, like, people weren't even in the same room when they were dubbing it. So you couldn't have, like, a con- – like, you didn't know how to gauge how you were supposed to say something in your line of dialogue because you didn't have the person there bouncing it off of you. So that's why a lot of it just sounds like, we need to go over there, and then, like, characters just move and all that stuff. I'm not saying that you're wrong because you're definitely right when we're talking about, like, in the 90s and early 2000s, like, uh, working design games, definitely, 100%. But KOTOR was made by BioWare. And I don't know. I think maybe they had a little bit more money to spend to fly their voice actors out here. Um, mm, I think yeah. it's just like a snapshot in time during that era where voice acting just was not it considered to be a uh, high quality art. No. Uh, well, it also reminds me of like Mega Man X4. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I will defend Mega Man X4 because that's a fat, phenomenal game, mm-hmm. but that voice acting is bad. Never change. Never it change. It is so bad. Give me a toggle button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Just like, oof. Like, Big oof. Ugh. Like, it's quoted like all the time. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's your top 10 uh, the most voted video game remakes according to fandom.com. Uh, are there any on here that you think, uh, or are there any not on here that you think should be on here? Um, come back to me. Give me, give me like five seconds. Give me yours. And, uh, I don't, I'm cause I got, I mean, Ledger Dragoon of course is the big one for me. Like mm-hmm. that's the one I want the remake of. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't even say like snowboard kids too. I want like an actual new sequel to snowboard kids. I don't snowboard kids too on the N64 is fine. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I I think I'd like to see a remake of um cuz it, it's it's strange cuz a lot of the games I would like to see a remake of are already getting a remake. Like Xenoblade Chronicles, Chronicles 1 is getting mm-hmm. a remake. Um I'd like a uh, Final Fantasy X9 or Final Fantasy 9. Yeah. Like, get the same treatment as Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's just, unfortunately, it wasn't nearly as popular. Um, it's like the number two. Everyone thinks of, like, well, I would even say it's number two. I th- I would say, like, six is probably more popular than nine. Yeah, I can see six getting a uh, a remake. That would be pretty fucking but dope. Some of those cutscenes in nine are so beautiful, even now on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if, like, the whole game looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> but a little bit better. Right. Uh, I don't know. I would like to see maybe the Klonoa series get a reboot. Uh, Klonoa, I don't know what the hell that is. Klonoa is a platforming series for the PlayStation and PlayStation 2. 
uh, Door to Phantom Isle is now like one of the most expensive games on the PlayStation. It's like $130 for complete in box. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Valkyria Profile or Val- Valkyrie Profile. I always get mixed up between Valkyria and Valkyrie. Um, I like to see a remake of that. Maybe update it a little bit, change the battle system. Uh, and while I'm at it, Lost Odyssey, because that game is fucking tits. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. The only thing I know about Lost Odyssey is uh, they had that one song that's Feed Your Head in the commercial. Okay. I don't think I saw that commercial. If I think if it's the same game we're talking about, because I was working at Walmart when that came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that commercial a lot because that's when Walmart still had the TVs that would play commercials in the electronics above. Like they would have the TVs that were specific to Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. Okay. And it would play trailer. They would play the trailers. So it would play like Xbox and Microsoft related like 360 game trailers. Don't they still have that? Like. Whoa. No. They don't. Not by video games. Like they have the wall of TVs that play it, but they don't show like. So we have video games. We have demos. We have demos that show Xbox and PlayStation th- uh, Four and Nintendo Switch, and I don't yeah, know if that's the same. But thing. they're not like that's more of a kiosk. No. Yeah, they're like little kiosks that are on an aisle or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, these are where like I remember going to Walmart when the N sixty four was out, and my head, my neck hurting because I would be looking up and playing because they would have a demo for the N sixty four. Quick question. What was the oddest place to find, like, a video game demo kiosk? Like, what store? Like, the weirdest place I found an N64, because you you talking about just made it click in my mind, was a fucking Home Depot. <laughs> 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 yeah, no shit. There was, there was a fucking N64 setup at a Home Depot. No, so where I grew up, we only basically had, like, Walmart, Kroger... And that was basically it for a long time. We'd have to go over across the bridge to Memphis to go to like the big like Home Depot and mm-hmm. like all those big places and shit like that. So when we were when I was younger, we were broke, so we didn't go to Memphis a lot. Or if we did, it was specifically go to a gas station to get Dad some beer on a Sunday <laughs> because <laughs> uh, priorities. But no, I can't think of any weird. I mean, we had Blockbuster, which that's normal. You had the kiosk there, which a lot of those kiosks are worth some money mm-hmm. if you can get them. Like the Pokemon Snap and the uh, Star Fox ones. Mm-hmm. I played the Star Fox one a lot. And uh, no, I don't have any like weird places. I do remember going to uh, GameStops before they were called GameStops. I remember going like to EB, EB Games. Games. Yeah. EB Games. And I remember going to a Funko Land. We had one Funko Land in, uh, on Long Island. And it was right around the corner from us. And that's when I first got my hands on the Dreamcast. And my life was fucking changed. <laughs> shit was crazy uh, yeah well so I think that's about it for that what do we got what, what, what have you been doing this week uh, one first and foremost that fucking Final Fantasy 7 remake demo I downloaded it have you played it I have not played it yet oh dude because I've been watching Caleb Hart pl- speed run it he's <laughs> speed running it why <laughs> he, he's doing it for shits and giggles because people were like oh you need to put po-. he's like I'm not posting my times for a demo. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it because I want to do it. Uh, that game is really good. I've been wanting to do a that second. That game is fucking beautiful. I've been wanting to do a second run of it. Like, they Square did a really good job, like, capturing all the classic shots 
Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's so good. Um, I like what they did with the combat system, uh, how they changed the ATB system, uh, made it more uh, action-y. Uh, I've been out of the loop, so I didn't even know what how the combat was going to be or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've kind of been purposely staying in the dark about the game, but the game looks real good. No, the game is gorgeous. I'm so excited for it to come out. I'm still a little bummed that we're only getting like a third of the game right now, and I'm really curious on how long the game is going to be. Uh, I'm hoping for a minimum of at least 35 hours, 40 hours with a lot of extra shit because... I mean, I would think so. They're working on it so long. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, like, how are you going to, like, implement the progression system? Because you're level 7 at Midgar. By the time you leave Midgar or getting ready to leave, I mean, you should be... At least like level 30, 40. I'm just thinking like in like the game sense, maybe even higher. Right. Like I don't I don't know like how they're planning on working the story. But if at the beginning of like Final Fantasy Seven Part Two, if I'm starting off at level five again, like all that progress <laughs> that I made in the previous game, like oh, oh Cloud now like loses all his abilities. It's like fucking Kingdom Hearts three. Like you lost your abilities, you need to find your manhood again. Like I don't want to do that. You know, you know a game that did that really well was uh, Metroid Prime, the first one. Yeah, well, they were all kind of like that because it was either like Samus would be at a new area, and she had to find like the items that work for her benefit in this new world, or right. some stupid bullshit would happen, and she'd lose everything anyway. Yeah, like in the first one, I think she's like when you're escaping the like the ship that's self-destruct surprise, that's like in every single fucking game. Yeah. Uh, she gets electrocuted or something like that and loses like access to a bunch of the power. Is that in like Zero Mission or are you talking about in Prime? No, in Prime. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens in Prime. Oh, in Zero Mission, you just lose everything. Uh, and you just got to play a Zero suit at one point. Does it happen in uh, in fucking... Super? No. Okay. In Super, you just kind of, like, get thrown in, and you're, like, start getting things. Okay. But, like, 2 is, like, a part where I think I want to say... I It's been years since I played... Not 2. It's been years since I played Zero Mission. But I want to say, like, you play the game... Like, I think you played, like, the original Metroid, and then something happens, and you there's more game. Really? Because I, I never finished Zero Mission. I didn't know that. So if you, I think I, like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I haven't played the game in a long time. But I feel I felt like I played the game, I beat the game normal because it's just like an H or it's like a Game Boy Advance version of Metroid One, right? And then something happens and you just lose all your shit, like your suit as well, like you're going around as Zero Suit Samus, and you're like it becomes a stealth game at one point. I have I might never be heard, in a fever induced dream. I've never heard I, anyone talk about this, so I'm really fucking. It's intrigued. super. Uh, hold on. Keep talking about your week, and I'll look it yeah, up. Yeah, no, Final Fantasy VII remake demo is fucking tits, dude. Uh, I like the the new like um, unique ability that each of the characters have. 
So Cloud mm-hmm. goes from operator mode, which is makes him very mobile, and he does quick light hits, to doing Punisher mode, where he's just like super slow. Anytime you hit him while he's guarding, he does a fucking counter. He like just crushes enemies all over. Um, the the enemies themselves, like I'm having like this this nostalgia blast of playing the original Final Fantasy VII and seeing the shock troopers and those those ugly ass dogs with that giant fucking head tail going all the way yeah. behind him. Like <laughs> it's so sick. But the crowning jewel of that game, actually, maybe there's two of them. I think that the interactions between Jesse Biggs and Wedge are really well done. Uh, I really enjoy Cloud's personality. Like, I thought I would hate Cloud because I hated Cloud in Final Fantasy VII. But he's just like that sarcastic fucking soldier. Like, yeah, Barry I'm is better off than y'all. on his fucking rocker. And there's just one scene while they're going down in the, uh, the fucking elevator. And Barrett's going mm. off on his fucking... Uh, his uh, soapbox and he's like don't you hear the planet screaming he's like, no no i don't he's like, you what's can wrong what's wrong with you he's like yeah of course i hear it screaming i was like you need help <laughs> you need medical help and i'm like oh god i love this this is great um but no that boss fight with this the scorpion with the scorpion yeah. neck oh dude that was amazing there's like uh what is it it's not stat i think it, it's like stagger mode where you can stagger it if you do enough damage to it mm-hmm. and then you just can like wail on it without like because it like falls so over. that's something that they've been carrying over from final fantasy 13 i don't remember it being any earlier than that um final fantasy 13 they brought in like the stagger combat system where you would have to do something specific to an enemy uh exploit their weakness do heavy damage and mm. then it'll stagger out and that's when you can just Fuck it up. Um, and I do like that. That's one of the things I do like about Final Fantasy 13. And they kind of brought it back in Final Fantasy 15, although that game is, isn't is nearly as memorable. Um, mm. But yeah, no. Final Fantasy 7 demo. It's... I need to play it's it. It's so good. It's downloaded. Yeah. Fucking just take uh, some but time. But yeah, apparently... Apparently these uh, last third of Zero Mission is all stealth. Wow. Yeah. It's very interesting. I need to go back and play it because I have it on uh, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I need to go. I need to go do that. Uh, I finally beat Resident Evil 2. That game met all of my expectations. It's probably now my new favorite horror game. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I, I enjoyed The Evil Within. And I was really high on the first Evil Within. The second one is also almost equally as good. Those are all solid games. But Resident Evil 2, there's just something about it. It's like one half Metroidvania while the big boogeyman is coming after you. And once you understand the layout of the mansion into the underground area, uh, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. I will say one of the most frustrating things about that game, once you beat, I think, both sides, it unlocks a mode called the fourth survivor. So the three main survivors are like uh, Leon, Claire, and Sherry. And then there's a fourth survivor, and I, I don't remember his name, but he's a uh, an umbrella agent. Is he Hunk? Hunk, there you go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fourth survivor is like 
you have like it's a speed run mode. You have a limited arsenal with you. You won't find any items, and you just have to get out of the area as fast as you can because that's when they start talking about, "Hey, we're leveling Raccoon City." Oh, jeez! You need to get out of there as soon as you can, bro. I spent like two days just throwing myself at this mode. It's fucking dumb. They'll throw in like these. So you have to, you start off in the underground area in the sewers. You slide down. There's a group of fucking zombies. You have your MP5, your shotgun, your Magnum, a pistol. I want to say that you had one other thing, but I don't remember. You have three grenades or six grenades and six smoke grenades. I could be wrong on the number. There could be less, but it was like no more than six. Right, you have one uh, full uh, healing potion, then you have one RGB, one RB, and then one RG. Right. Okay. So your RG is like defending you from poison and lingering effects. Uh, It raises your defense. Uh, Your RB is like, or your RG is like your your advanced health potion just regularly heals you like a first aid. Your RGB does right. everything and gives you an increase in defense. Uh, you're going through the the lower portion and the zombies will show up and I'll just be like, at first I was throwing grenades at them to make them go away. And I'm like, okay, fine, they'll, they'll clear it off. And then like a zombie will grab me and my immediate reaction was just like, shove a fucking grenade in its face. Boom, oh get off gosh. me. And... My habit was I would get grabbed early in the game so frequently that I would lose all my grenades by the time I got to the mansion. And then there's this one part towards the end while you're getting chased by Mr. X where there is a shit ton of zombies near the exit door. (laughs) And one of my biggest walls trying to get through fourth survivor was there are these plant zombies in the umbrella underground bunker that will kill you in one shot it doesn't matter how much health you have they will kill you in one shot and hunk has more health than leon or claire so once i realized he can take a hit better than the other ones i stopped really abusing my health potions um until then until then i'm just like i can't fucking pass these guys because there's this one part where you're passing the art room trying to get into the library and these two fuck sticks are there you have mr x behind you which he could take three shotgun blasts to the face and just not be fucking phased yeah no fuck that that's annoying <laughs> he's the he's the horror element that's just like the looming like always coming yeah i mean now he was he wasn't in the original resident evil 2 was he Apparently he was. Was he? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just never... I had never heard of Mr. X until this remake. Yeah, neither did I. Because I thought that Nemesis was when they imp- introduced the... Uh, yeah. The fucking tyrant chasing, chasing guy. Uh, but no, apparently Mr. X was in the original one as well. Um, but okay. no, when, when you finally come out of the underground bunker or the underground sewage area and you're going up the stairs in the mansion, you're not expecting it. You turn the corner, and then there's Mr. X, and he just throws the biggest fucking haymaker on you and knocks you (laughs) down the fucking stairs. Absolutely frustrating. Uh, The liquors, like, you can't be silent trying to pass by the liquors. So you just have to, like, power damage your way through there, like damage boost your way through there. 
And I was like looking up guides. I'm like, how do I fucking beat this? And it was just like, bro, damage boost and save your fucking grenades. Cause those are, you're going to be your saving grace. Anytime you come up against those plant zombies, just take out your MP5, shoot them in the face, stun them and run. Like people who Jesus. run that people who speed run fourth survivor are like, you have to learn what walls you can like kind of clip through because when you first meet Mr. X, you can just ride the left wall and he won't hit you. You can ride certain walls and the zombies won't fucking touch you. So it took it took a while and it was extremely frustrating. But I did it in about nine <laughs> minutes, like sub 10, like right under sub 10. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing any of it anymore. I got what I wanted. Exactly. There's like three other uh, side stories in there as well. Um, there's like the story of like, um, what's his name? The gun shop owner. He was like, uh, I just, yeah, whatever. I always remember he was like Kunai or guy. some shit like that. Uh, it's a story about him and his daughter who was turning. And in the game, he like takes her in the back room and like, please give us some privacy where he shoots her in the face with a shotgun. He's like, you're going to, oh, yeah, you're going to go meet mommy. Shoots her in the face with a shotgun. And right about the time that he's about to off himself, like he decides to go on a fucking adventure. I never did that. <laughs> At the time, I was just like, no, fuck this. I'm already mad. I'm done with this. I just had to Jesus. walk away from the game. There's like two other modes in there as well, but I just, I didn't bother. Well, that's like with Resident Evil 4, it was the... Uh, Beta mode? No, it was the one that everyone really liked where you picked a character and you were in like an arena and you had to kill all the waves yeah and hunk was like the best yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't play as hunk i tried playing as leon in that arena mode and i died Ugh, in two I seconds and i yeah. was like nope i i'm not i used this. to be i would beat it multiple times with hunk okay just to see if i how i could do and all that stuff so nice but was that i think that was called survivors or something like that no that survivors is what you're talking about i don't know i have to i'll, I'll look it up but uh then I played the remake of Secret of Mana on the PlayStation 4. Not the one that you got me. You got me the collection, which is based yeah, off of for the, the, Switch. the Super Nintendo versions. I played the remake. Ah, okay. That game is uh is dated. Oh. It's super dated. So I guess... It, also, it's called The Mercenaries. Okay, yeah. The Mercenaries. Uh, Secret of Mana remake. They tried to stay as true to the original concept as possible uh but i just don't think that it flat it's very flattering like i'm pretty sure they got tokyo rpg factory to do the legwork and the the work in secret of mana but i like tokyo rpg factory i think i am setsuna is a great game i think that octopath is a really good game i'm not really a big fan of lost sphere um but they did another game I don't remember the name of it, but it was like having to do with like dead people and ghosts and shit like that. That one was okay as well. Um, this this ain't it. This needed far more of an update. <laughs> this ain't this it. This ain't it, man. Uh, I, it's really early. It's really like old school, uh, run of the mill JRPG. Got to go find the elemental pieces to go summon the fucking sky daddy Jesus bullshit and save the world <laughs> from. <laughs> machines and man is trying to build the tower of Babel and I'm so far off from what the actual plot is, but I don't give a shit. It's just not great. Um, 
One other thing I like to do is I like to look up fan games of different IPs like Mario, uh, Samus, right. Sonic, shit like that. Did you know that there is a fleshed out Sonic the Hedgehog game based off of the Doom Legacy engine? Uh, I think so. I had said so. I didn't know until recently. Okay, so this is Sonic Robo Blast Two. Uh, I didn't right, know that there was the first one, but I started. The whole reason why I got into like watching it and eventually playing it, it was because I was watching this guy talk about like, oh, such and such stage through the ages. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're talking about like like green press garden zone, like the first stage, whatever. And it starts off as like being this really ugly eight bit game. With like the the flash game of Sonic and shit like that, and then how oh, it, all the changes and updates throughout time, but now it's like it's like a legit fucking Doom clone for Sonic. And normally I wouldn't necessarily talk about it, but the one thing that I thought was really cool is that they implemented all the special stages to be night stages, like nights into dreams. All the special oh, really? stages are nights into dreams. You play as supersonic. Love yeah. That. You play as supersonic once you get like the little emerald coin and you do a nice into dream stage. And the sprite work is really fucking good. Like the just the quality. Oh yeah, of the game I in did see this. It's just really fucking good. The I saw a gif of this on uh on Twitter where you're racing against uh Metal Sonic. Okay. I didn't see that. Yeah, this game looks stupid good. Yeah, no. I So this game has been in development for like 20 years. They started working really? on this in 1998. Really? I swear to God. That's crazy. Yeah. This looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Like the sprite work is really solid. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to see if I can get someone to stream this or if I'm going to stream this myself because... Uh, I found out that there's controller support and playing with mouse and keyboard for this is really tough for me. So have you? So is the is this like a demo that's available? No, the full game is available. Oh, yeah, I'll send you the link to it. Yeah, the full game okay. is, is available for download. It's called Sonic Robo Blast. Yeah, Sonic Robo Blast Two. You could play as Sonic and Tails, Sonic by himself. Oh shit! There's the uh, there's the Supersonic stage. Yeah. You're totally right. That's uh, that's Nights into Dreams. Yeah. No, dead at that shit is fucking dope. Uh oh god, that is cool. Yeah. Besides that, um, Sonic Smackdown or Sonic Throwdown, Sonic Smashdown, I think it's Smackdown. Yeah. Yeah the the Sonic the Hedgehog f- uh, fan fighting game. That got a recent update. They did their last update for a while because they're going back to working on um, Origins of Storms. The developer is called Arcforge. Uh, that game is really good, really fleshed out. It's <laughs> it's yo, dude. Like they did a they revamped all of the character models. Uh, they've added a lot of fan favorites. They brought Blaze. They brought Silver Shadow, uh, Metal Sonic. Just... Yo. I've heard Metal Sonic is broken. No, Mecha Sonic is fucking broken. Mecha, Mecha Sonic. Sonic has a fucking spirit bomb, dude. He has a spirit bomb that kills outright. Like, full health bar. He goes into his super mode, and he's just like, I'm fucking done with this shit. And, like, summons all the hate that he has and throws it down on you. Destroys the fucking planet. Oh, wow. 
they have a lot more characters because I remember playing when it was just Sonic, Sonic Knuckles, Tails, Sonic, yeah, 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 Tails, and one other character. Yeah, and it was back when like Knuckles didn't have any like special moves; he could just punch. No. Uh, no, they've they fleshed out pretty much everybody. They're saying the last character that they're, they're going to do is Eggman, and then they're hoping oh, to be Lord. done with it. The only thing that I, w- I would really want to see out of this is maybe a three on three mode. Then it would be like pure Mar- Marvel garbage. That would be perfect yeah, for me. That's what it'd be. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Finally, for like the things I've been playing, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been doing Ring Fit Adventure. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ring Fit Adventure is pretty, pretty awesome. Intense. It's intense, dude. Uh, when I first started using it, they test you on like your strength and your stamina and endurance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it goes from a scale of one to 30. They put me on like 21. And okay. now I'm at 25. But the way that combat works in that game. So you'll start off going on a stage and you're just running in place more or less. You have the ring in yeah. front of you and you can do different things. So like if you want to shoot like a gust of air, you shoot, the, you like squeeze it together and it'll shoot the gust of air yeah. out. If you want to vacuum coins and little emblems, you have to like pull it apart and that'll like work yeah. out your back. Um, if you're going up like a steep hill or stairs, you have to do like a high knee motion. So you're like kicking oh, your geez. knees up. Yeah, no, it's intense, dude. It's It's rough. Um, but then you like, when you get to combat, you'll have different color coded attacks and abilities. So anything having to do with like your upper body, your arms, your chest, your shoulders and shit like that, it'll be red. So one of the moves that I use right now is like the, the, the chest flies. So I have my, my ring in front of me and I squeeze the, the thing and it'll like, activate your your chest muscles your pectorals or your chesticles your chesticles um you'll have a move where you have to hold it above you and you squeeze the the ring and it'll work out your shoulders um blue is anything having to do with legs so squats and high knees and shit like that green is yoga so they'll put you in like different yoga poses yellow is abs so there's one where you have to do like hello dollies and leg lifts and shit like that um, maybe like some, some twists, but whenever you're fighting a boss, you're guaranteed to sit there and fight for like 10 fucking minutes. And oh, Jesus. the way the difficulty works is that the higher, the, it's not necessarily the higher the difficulty, the more difficult the enemies, it's the higher the difficulty, the more reps that you have to do. So oh. if I'm at easy, if I'm at like level 10, that means I'm only doing like 10 reps. But the damage output gotcha. is the same. So if I have a move that's going to do 250 points of damage, on easy mode, it's like, I guess, 25 points per hit. Whereas yeah. on fucking level 23 or 25, oh, whatever yeah. I'm on, I'm only doing five points of damage because I got to do goddamn 35 reps of the same fucking <laughs> shit. It is so fucking tiring, dude. I am drenched in fucking sweat. I'm on world so four. It's a good cardio. Oh, yeah, workout. it's 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 some damn good fucking cardio. Uh, I missed doing it today and yesterday because yesterday we were playing D and D, and today I had to take care of my son because he hasn't been feeling well. But mm. I can't wait to get back into it. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of stupid fun. Uh, 
Must be nice. It is nice. If if <laughs> it feels great, dude. I just want to work out. I want it. I I just want to work no, out. That's you what I want. You want to cancel your gym membership. That's why you want to get rid. Of yeah. I well. That's. I just want to be able to work out at home. Mm-hmm. Like even my wife. I'm like my wife's like she w- she went and did a five k today. Why is she working harder than you, bro? She's better than me, I guess. <laughs> she has a better motivator. She works out. Her friend, the uh, I think I talked about. She has a friend that's a yoga instructor. No, you, I don't think you told me about this. Yeah, it's her best friend. And uh, she's been doing yoga with her and running and all that stuff. So, but we realized we just don't want to go to the gym anymore because I don't know. Planet Fitness, where when we lived at the other place, was nice. Like it was fine because it was so big you could stay away from other people. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it. This one's not as big. Did you go to an Anytime Fitness? That's where we're at now. Is Anytime? Yeah, Anytime but Fitness. It's a small is Anytime. Small. It's it can be crowded. Yeah, and that's what happens, and we don't like it. So what we're going to do is we want to get this ring fit, because uh, specifically I want to get it, because this is going to be my cardio. Mm-hmm. I mean, we also live right down the road from a park that has a track, so I guess I could just run the track, too, on nice days, it's not but as fun. I don't want to go outside. It's not as fun. So There's corona And outside, then I'm just going to start buying weights and stuff. There's coronavirus And outside. I'm going to do free weights. Yeah, there's coronavirus outside. <laughs> so I just want this. Well, I think the thing is, too, like, what's bullshit is... Like, I was talking to the guy at GameStop this week, and I was like, hey, you guys don't have any of those in there. He's like, man, like, we get people calling all the time. I was like, I was one of the ones that called about him. He goes, we had, like, seven of those things sitting up there next to the Labos, and they weren't doing nothing. Yep. And then one week, they're just like, everybody wants this thing. What is going on? And I told him, I was like, well, it's people have found out it's a fun game. It's a good workout. And also, the coronavirus has fucked up its manufacturing. And he goes, oh, Jesus, man. Yep. So if anybody's listening, I want one, but I'm not going to spend $150 for it. That sucks, dude. That's rough. Fuck you. <laughs> you got lucky. You're just like, I bought it. I was like, cool, I'm going to buy it too. And I was like, this thing, you can't find it. You were like, oh, I just ordered it off of GameStop. Yeah. I tried ordering you one. I'm sorry. I am. I do feel bad. I just got to look for one. I just got to find one. Like, I figured where I live, like, like that GameStop has a bunch of shit that other GameStops doesn't mm-hmm. because we're in a small town. But apparently, I bet you some motherfucker found out that they were worth something in this city. He just bought them all. They bought all seven, and now they're on eBay. And he made like a thousand dollars off of it. Damn man, that sucks, motherfucker. That sucks. So Stupid much. ass honky. So <laughs> it's fine. I'm white. I can say honky. <laughs> Also, nobody gets mad when you say white racial slurs. So <laughs> they don't mean anything. They don't. It's like you honking. You're like, okay. all right. <laughs> I tried. Uh, <laughs> I think they're funny. Uh, I got some pickups. First one I talked about. I believe I talked about last week. I got the the RGB modded um, N64. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it looks really really good. Um, does it? Yeah. The the SCART input makes the colors come out a lot better. I'm like, that's coming from somebody who's colorblind. So, like, <laughs> when I look at, like, regular composite, the colors are washed out. I can't really tell what they are. I just know that, uh-huh. you know, all the colors that blend together just don't really give that, that deep depth, that like, that depth that you see in, like, HD games. HD colors gotcha. and shit like that. 
Uh, no, in all seriousness, what I'm really talking about is clarity. Uh, clarity over SCART is way better than composite. And I don't think that the N64 has component inputs. Otherwise, I'd be hooking it up, uh, taking the co- the cable from my GameCube and hooking it up to my N64. I mean, now when you're when you're saying spell what you're saying, SCART. Because I tried to look at S C A R T. So okay, because I tried to look it up last week for like references for the clip, but I couldn't find so it. So SCART. So maybe from what I understand is a European input. Ah, there it is. Uh, SCART, a connector, is a physical and electrical interconnection between two pieces of audiovisual equipment, such as television set and a video cassette recorder or VCR. And each device has a female 21-pin connector interface, a cable with a male plug at each end, and is used to connect the device. So this is what it looks like. That for audio, for audio, yeah. Sorry for audio <laughs> listeners. Uh, it's it's just a long input connector it's almost like it would be long in the back of like an old 1998 gateway computer and yeah that's what they were looking like to me like the old uh this is the input that like, i use i was talking about this last week the retro tink 2x um i have a lot of scart inputs but what i learned is that a lot of the consoles need to be modded for rgb so i got an n64 that was modded for that um you know plugged it up used it the game looks great. My issue is is that it defaults to outputting whatever settings your TV is on. So if your TV is 16 by 9 widescreen, it's going to look pretty terrible when it's pixelated. So, Luckily, the um, RetroTINK has settings on there where you can input scan lines, but there's also a smoothing setting. So... When you're forced to watch 16 by 9, you can smooth the pixels, and it doesn't look like shit all that much. But if you can just get your television to output 4 by 3, going to 4 by 3, it's yeah. just 100 times better, and it looks great. I don't know if the newer TVs will do that. I know older flat screens. Yeah, older will flat screens will, will force 4 by 3 if you have the setting for it, which I guess I have to go looking around for an older flat screen. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I heard, I hear the colors look great. (laughs) (laughs) I love how the colorblind person bought like at least $300 worth of equipment to see his N64 in better shades of gray. (laughs) It was closer to like 250, but same, same. That's your, that's your, that's your 50 shades of gray. It is my better shades of gray. Better shades of gray. (laughs) Uh, lastly, I bought some shit today. I got five, uh, PlayStation 2 games. I got SSX Tricky, uh, Jack 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> it just so happened to be talking about Jack and Daxter today. And Inuyasha Feudal Combat. That's a terrible fighting game, but it's a fighting game. None- Let me see the cover oh, of yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. I think I have it. Oh, I don't think I Okay, have so this is this is uh I think it's a 3D um it's a 3D fighter but it has a 2 on 2 mode just like the older one. Feudal Fairy Tale was the fighting game for uh PS1. That's also a really bad fighting game. Feu- the name's terrible. Feudal Fairy Tale. Yeah. And this one's Feudal Combat. Um I cannot bit wait to see the jank cuz Almost all the fucking anime games from like PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, 
are fucking garbage. You Hakusho games. Oh, dude, fucking yeah, no. Uh, finally, I hustled the shit out of some dude at a game shop today. Uh, I'm telling them. <laughs> go ahead, tell. Them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fucking, I bought a hundred and thirty dollars worth of Game Gear games for about thirty bucks. Well, what games did you? So, get? uh. The big, the big expensive, the big ticket prices, uh, $25 Crystal Warriors, uh, $21 Double Dragon, uh, the X-Men Mojo World, that's about $12. So that right there is like $60 worth, those three games yeah. are $60 worth of Game Gear. Uh, other games notable, I got Psychic World again, it's, I got another copy of that, another copy of Shinobi. Uh, the Sonic 1, two copies of Sonic 2, the original X-Men game. Uh, the way that it came about is that when I was in the store, there was a box with a bag inside of it. Um, and it was just filled <laughs> always good to see. with Game Gear games. So I'm like, yo, let me look through here. And I start looking through it, and I see <laughs> Crystal Warriors. And I'm like... There's no way that this game is is cheap. So I look it up and I'm like, holy shit, this is a twenty five fucking dollar game. So I'm just like, there's a lot of just in a bag. There's a lot of garbage in here too, though. What if I just pick everything up and try to give him an offer? I was prepared to pay fifty dollars for this bag, and I hand it to him, and he was just like, yo, what do you what will you give me for this bulk sale? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. I gotta check to see if there's a fifty dollar game in there. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Not 50. And the game that he pulls out was uh, Chacon, this, this fucking game. And he's just like, oh, you, you know, this game, I'm like, it's $7. Put it back, sir. It will be fine. Like, that was the one game I picked up. And I'm, I looked it up. And I'm like, oh, it's only $7. But he was just like, all right, fine. You were like, I know these game prices. I know game these prices. game prices. He was like, uh, I'll give you $30 for it. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Like, maybe I was a little bit too enthusiastic. But nonetheless, he still took it. So, nah, I'm excited. There's also this mystery Game Boy Advance, uh, not Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color game. Uh, has no label on it. I think it's dirty because it won't play. Uh, it could be corrupted okay. or maybe some water. I think I see some condensation in the in the card itself. But if I could get it to work, I'm crossing my fingers for like a, a Dragon Warrior three. But it's it's gonna be Rugrats. Yeah, it'll probably be Rugrats or something. Or some stupid Disney <laughs> or game. Barbie makeup time. Yeah. At which point I would just like shoot it with my bow and arrow. You're not allowed to use that. I heard anymore. if <laughs> if I shoot away from the chickens, I can. I forgot you got in trouble with the fucking chickens. <laughs> that's that's my week. That's my week. All right. Let's see. All right, so my week, uh, I didn't do shit this week. I played a lot of Monster Hunter because the new, the, well, it's not new, but uh, the Safi Jiva quest came back on the uh, PS3. Uh-huh. No, PS3, on the PS4. And uh, so I've been doing that. So I was like, oh. So in, in on the PC version, we're waiting for some new shit to drop next week. So I've been I was playing it a lot, and then finally I was just like, I'm kind of tired of playing the PC version. Like, I got a lot of the shit I wanted to do. Just wait until next week. So I switched over to PlayStation 4. And I realized I had not done a lot of endgame stuff on the PlayStation 4. So I've been playing a shit ton of that. I just want to point out that this is this is what I'm understanding from you. 
you play the same game on two different platforms and you just bounce back and forth doing endgame shit. Yeah. I like Monster Hunter. <laughs> okay. Because Monster Hunter, like, that's the thing is, it's not like it's like a super, like, let's just say I can beat, fight a Rathalos 50 times. Yes. And I just get it over. Like, I know it. I got it. I got it. But there'll be that one time where I'm either a little a little bit tired or I'm like, oh, I'm overly cocky and shit like that. And that Rathalos beats my ass. Like, that's how the game works. It's just because you're good at the game doesn't mean, like, you're going to steamroll a monster or something like that. You still have to coordinate. So, like, every fight, they're like, like you've done this fight five times in a row. I'm like, yeah, and every fucking five fights are totally different. So, I don't know. I just like playing it, man. It's a fun Someone game. needs to take if you I, hunting. No, I don't. No, I don't want to do. No, uh, Why? Uh, I, no, I've been. I've done that. I don't want to go hunting. Like, that's fine. I'll go fishing. Fishing's fine. Well, fishing's easy. But I don't like go hunting. You don't want to go hunting? I don't want to go hunting. No, I don't like hunting. Yeah, you need to go, like, bore hunting. I don't like sitting. I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. to go out and cover myself in deer pee to go get okay, a buck. That's, that's, that's true. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, don't try to say it ain't. <laughs> I got enough uncles to fucking tell me otherwise. Nah, you need to go, like, boar hunting. Find a nice. I like to hunt virtual things. Yeah, no, I it's, hunt it's real great. things. It's, no, it's it's great. I'm glad you're happy. I'm just sitting here like, but why make the jump between PlayStation Four and PS3 or a PlayStation Four? Because and PC? if all the release dates for everything were synced up, I wouldn't have to jump back and forth. Okay. But PS4 has some things that the PC doesn't right now. Okay. So I'm like, I want to go do the Safi Jiva quest, and I want to do this. I have this one gun build. Like a light bow gun build on my PS4 version that I don't have on the PC version because a monster hasn't been released on the play on the PC version yet. That makes sense. And I wanted to play that setup. So you want to so. be good for the PC version and make all your mistakes on the PS4 version. Well, no, I'm just I need to progress in the end game stuff for PlayStation 4 too. So whatever. I did that. Okay. And I'll stay fresh. When the new shit comes out on uh, PC, I'm like, all right, let's do Very it. Very well. I know because the Safi Jiva fight isn't just a kill the monster. It's about like breaking parts and getting point totals. Mm-hmm. So the more points you get, the better rewards you get. So it's incentive to not just kill the monster fast. It's actually to coordinate and break every part of the monster. Okay. So. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, besides that, I played more uh, F-Zero GX on Tuesday night. Uh, I got through one of the... like I was doing the GP, which was like Chapter 7 or something okay. like that. And I was doing it last week or the week before. And it was just like... I played it for like an hour and I couldn't beat it. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, why can't I beat this? It's super... I mean, the game's hard. And then like I booted it up and I was live for 15 minutes and I beat the level. So <laughs> I was like, alright, just got lucky. I mean, that's the thing. Out of 20 times, I can lose 19, and all I got to do is win one. Like, that's, I just got to get it one time. That's every video game ever. Yeah. This game's really fucking hard. I mean, did you look up any strats? Because, like, that that game, like... I, d- I looked up, like, what you should be doing on that mm-hmm. level, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm just, like, using my boost at the wrong time and all that stuff, which I was. And then I started utilizing my boost when I needed to, and I was just like, got it. 
Have you beaten so, it yet, or are you still stuck on mission nine? No, I'm on. Uh, I'm on the mission right before the final mission. Okay, is that the one where have, you, I'm fighting the big you throw boss down guy with a uh, black bull? Black bull was the GP, and then you fight Death Baron. Okay, uh, or you don't fight him, but you race him, and I haven't beaten that race yet. Okay, because that race is stupid. But then the last one's the more. The last one's like, here's a super curvy track with no walls. So. I can't do that shit. That gives me fucking nightmares. Any track that I that you race on that has no walls, like arcade racer wise, like I won't touch yeah. like NASCAR or whatever. But like Star Wars Episode One Racer, go ahead, get it out, get it out, get it out. There is one track. Go on. There is one track on Episode One Racer. In the invitational circuit, it's the second race. You're in. It's you're in like that perpetual sky planet. There's no planet. It's just like a ball of atmosphere, and there's this mm. racetrack that floats. All right. There's an area where the track will diverge into two tracks. Right. There's a long way, and then there's a short way. But it's not like you go off into different directions. You have to stay on the top portion of the track, and if you fall, you're stuck on the long track. So you're in, you're going 500 miles an hour, motherfucker, and you're trying to like stay on this fucking winding ass road. That if you fall off, you've already lost the race. There's no coming back because the AI is already programmed to go and make those fucking turns. Yeah. So. Whenever I just hear about like arcade racers that are super thin and you have to like stay on the track because there's no walls, I get anxiety like a motherfucker and I can't do it. I played a lot of kart racers growing up. I did too. I did too. It still does not compare to the fucking hell because I will slow all the way down and just like tap the A button just to get around that bend. No, man, you got to drift with style. No, there's no drifting in kart racing. Or not not in kart racing, but in, like, fucking Star Wars. I was about to say, bullshit! (laughs) There's no drifting in Star Wars. I won't get into all that, but... uh, That's weird. So, we played that, and then Thursday night we did our monthly Anarchy Rain stream, which turned out to be just as good as it always is. Yep. So, if anyone has Anarchy Reigns on PlayStation 3 and wants to play it with other people, we play once a month. It's the first Thursday of every month, and we're trying to get a room of, like, I think last time it was, like, a room of five. Uh, That's how many, because we had six at one point, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think Chris ducked out. Not you, but Powell ducked out a little early. But we're trying to get, like, a... It would be awesome to get, like, a room of 16. To do a full battle going. I was yeah. so fucking tired, dude. I had done my ring fit, and I was just dead. And then you heard Death Ball and came back. <laughs> Yo, Death Ball is my shit. I don't care that I lost. because You got put on the wrong team. No, 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 no. I should be able to stand alone and be able to be good by myself. Even though no one on my fucking team knows how to pass the ball. Scotty! Pass the fuck. I had more uh, support from the CPU, and that thing is. Re- bleh, it's. <laughs> I like that you didn't want to say the word, and then you just gave up on it. There's no other way to explain it, and it's gonna be another dolphin sound. <laughs> is that what you put in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I don't listen to the edited version. I listen to the OBS recording. So if you do edit shit, you need to let me know. Because the raw version of YouTube might go up. (laughs) I should probably do that. Just in case. Um, I got a pretty good sense of judgment, so like I know I'll take shit out, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I, a bunch of shit that I bought came in this week. Okay. Uh, my wonderful 101 shirt, uh, Chris Powell went to uh, PAX East last weekend, and he got me this cool, wonderful 101 shirt from the remaster, which, by the way, successfully got funded with like $2.2 million. Yep. Uh, but yeah. That shirt's pretty awesome. Uh, I got... Hold on. So my I weaved out real hard, and I got the Blu-ray Collector's Edition. Well, it's not even the Collector's Edition, but it's the the Blu-ray Complete Disc Box of Gurren Lagan, which it can't, comes with all 26 episodes, and it comes with the two OVAs. It's a seven-disc Blu-ray It's set. only 26 episodes? Yep. It's a Cowboy Bebop. Hmm. But uh, that's all it needs. Okay. I would even say I don't even think there's even one there might be one or two episodes where I'm just like it's not even I'm like okay these aren't at the same caliber as the other episodes but they're pseudo important. Right. So uh so I got that that one wasn't cheap. <laughs> uh I mean look it comes in a protective condom sleeve. Like that's what it came in. Like, I almost didn't want to take it out. I'm like, I'm never watching this. Okay. But for the price, I'd be damned if I'm watching okay. it. Uh, with, the, with that anime, I also picked up, I don't know if you've ever watched or read Helsing. I've heard the abridged uh, version, but I mean, I don't. You should watch the. You should watch this version. Helsing Ultimate is like the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood okay. of uh, Helsing. Uh, World War II, Nazis, and vampires. I'm all about killing some Nazis, so... Uh, there's also a character in here named Anderson, who's a priest that fights with these huge fucking swords and is on the same level as Alucard, who is the main character of this. Okay. Yeah. His name is Anderson. Anderson is fantastic. Okay. Whenever him and Helsing, like, uh, or Alucard actually fight, it's bonkers. Okay. And uh, this is not. This is not for children. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very adult Let me anime. ask you something, because I heard it in the abridged version, and maybe I misunderstood it. Is Alucard supposed to be female? Oh, fuck. I don't know, dude. It's been so long. I have I bought this because I haven't watched it or read it in forever. Because for some reason, and I can be completely projecting some, some bullshit, uh, I'm pretty sure that there is a scene in the abridged version done by Team Four Star where they made him female. Where they alluded that Alucard was female, uh, and I'm just like that could also just be team. That could four be star team fucking four star around. fucking around, but I don't know. I always thought he was a dude. I thought it was a dude too, but he's also like super fucking. He's not like Alucard from Castlevania. Mm-hmm. He's like other world Dracula shit. Like he can shape shift and like all this other shit. Not just into like a bat. He can just shapeshift into, like, formless forms and shit like that. He turns into, like, Hounds of Hell at one point and just, like, devours another vampire. That's cool. Like, that's, like, episode two. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is... It's dope. It's the it's the only anime... or It's the only anime that I own and I have all of the manga. Manga's only ten issues. Like, ten mangas. 
10 books. Yeah. Okay. And the first one was in hardback. I don't know why they all weren't in hardback, but I got the first one in hardback. Okay. But they are awesome. Cool. And uh, if you've never seen Helsing, I would definitely... Even like the older, the uh, the original Helsing anime, I don't remember it being too terrible, but I do remember the ultimate version being the superior version. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll but, check it uh, out eventually. I mean, this version comes with... Uh, it comes with the anime, of course. Uh, in it comes with episode over four hundred and ninety minutes of extra stuff. Uh, anime Expo two thousand seven cast panel and Genion booth. That's probably bunch cool. of shit, man. Uh, it's got cast and crew interviews, all that stuff. Oh, this is funny because it's from the studio behind One Punch Man and Hunter X Hunter. One Punch Man is that? That's not Studio Trigger. No, this is uh, this is Funimation. Oh, I don't know the actual studio behind it. The only thing it says on here is like Funimation, Universal. That's it. Okay. So the series runtime is five hundred and two minutes, and then the extras is four hundred and ninety. There's almost a thousand, or no, almost yeah, almost a thousand minutes of content on this. Is that one disc? Because it looks no. like a single disc Blu-ray. No, it's a it's a thick uh, Blu-ray. Mm. It's got one, two, three. Uh, looks like f- one, two, three, four, five, six, six Blu-rays. Okay. So yeah. But yeah, I'll be watching that. I got that for like forty bucks. That's not bad. What's crazy is uh, the end of the not like the it's. Three Blu-rays if if you don't get this collection, and those Blu-rays go for like twenty-five to thirty-five dollars a piece. So this is a much better yeah. deal, even at full price. This is sixty-five dollars full price. So, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna talk about how much I paid for the girl. Like, <laughs> uh, my best friend, I was like, dude, look what I got. He goes, when the shit did that come out? I was like, it's been out for a while. I paid this much for it. He goes, I don't like it that much. I was like, you fucking poser. <laughs> I spent $150 on it for you audio listeners. Dedication. Don't at me. Dedication. Don't at me. It's fine. Uh, okay, so uh, I talked about going to GameStop earlier, and I was talking to the guy about Ring Fit. I walked in there because I was trying to find – I wanted to get a physical copy of Dragon's Crown on PlayStation 4, and I wanted to see if they had one on Vita, mm-hmm. which they don't have fucking any Vita games anymore. Not the GameStop I went okay. to. Like I couldn't find the section of where the Vita games would be. And I walked in, and I was like, all right, I can't find them, so I guess I'm going to walk out. And then I walked by the figures, which I shouldn't have done, because I walked over there, and I got my Ida figure. The He's the character from uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one had just released. I think it was like $30 on Amazon, and it was 25 at GameStop. But then I looked over, and I saw this baby. So this is the Doom Eternal. Uh, it's just it's what's the series? I just have Ripping Modern playing Icon. in my head right now. Yeah, it's the Modern Icons series. It's a, a series of statues by Think Geek, and this is the number eleven. It is the Doom Slayer, and it's his model from Doom Eternal, and it's pretty dope. It basically looks like the Predator with the shoulder cannon and the arm blade, and he's standing on a severed demon's head and arm rightly so and it comes with an awesome little base that tell it's this is felt too mm-hmm. so like it won't scrape on the bottom or of anything yeah this was six this was 50 bucks 
And I was like, oh, man, I don't ever see anything like this high quality. And I looked it up, and apparently these bitches are selling out at GameStop. It's not even available online anymore. And they're going on eBay for like $90. Wow. Is it resin? So I was like. Is it resin? Yeah. And this thing is fucking heavy. Like, it's a heavy boy. Like, okay, it's not super heavy, but it looks heavier than. It's heavier than it looks. Okay. So, but if, for audio listeners, if you're interested in this, it's the Modern Icons Statues by Think Geek. And if you can find, uh oh, it's made in China. This thing's got Corona on it. <laughs> that's that's racist. <laughs> no, if it comes from China, this was manufactured over there. That's different. Uh, but no, this thing's great for fifty bucks. I didn't have anything Doom related, like for statue wise, and it looks really good. So I'm glad I picked that up. And then the final thing is last night. It was like midnight. I had to wake up early yesterday for some meetings that I had. And usually I go to bed around like 2 in the mm-hmm. morning. But last night it was like midnight and I'm just like drifting off at my computer. And for some reason, oh, I was watching Caleb Hart. He was streaming his uh, Pokemon Yellow speedruns. Okay. And I was just watching them. And I was like, man, I started thinking about the Pokemon games that I have. And I was like, man, like I need, I kind of want to start collecting the Pokemon games. Because I already have a pretty large collection of Pokemon. And I mean the main title ones. I don't mean like the, hey, you Pikachu and all that shit. I mean like, you know, red, blue, all that shit. Because I already have like red, blue, yellow. I have gold, silver, uh, crystal. I have sapphire. Like I have a good large chunk. And I started looking up on the Facebook local swap shops. And someone was selling a, uh, a I think it was the 25th anniversary DSi that had the little, uh, it has like the Mario 3 star, flower, and mushroom on okay, it. Okay, I don't think I've seen it. And, uh, it's a nice little DSi, but again, it's a DSi, so I didn't really need that. But I saw that they had a copy of Pokemon Black version 2, complete in box. Like, it has all the manuals. It even has the code to where you can get Genesect and all that shit in it. Like, it has all the paperwork still in it. Uh, she was selling the bundle for $70. And I was like, man... That's a pretty good deal. I could probably sell that DSI for like 40 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. But then I opened the post and she goes, I will let the game go by itself for 20 This game is $65. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, hey, oh, I was like, shit, she's an hour away. And I was like, you know what? It's still worth it. So she met me kind of like halfway. I drove 40 minutes mm-hmm. to meet her. And yeah, dude, I tested it and it works. So, And I remember you say, I never gave black two and white two a solid chance and you always give it pretty good praise on how it's one of the best i give black and white solid praise black two and white two uh i think is a step back they did add more content however storyline wise and i mean like storyline a pokemon game isn't much um right content wise black two white two is pretty good there are some differences between Black 2 and White 2. I think White 2 has the White Forest and Black 2 has some Coliseum bullshit. Um, but, I mean, still, definitely give it a shot. Definitely give it a shot. Yeah, but that's my thing now is I'm starting to collect the Pokemon games. Uh, but the thing is I, I'm chasing the deals more. So, like, if someone's like, oh, I got all these games. Like, there was another guy out of Nashville that had a whole lot of, like, Almost all the Pokemon games. Because I'm looking specifically, I want Fire Red because I want to replay that. Mm-hmm. Fire Red and Leaf Green are really good remakes of the original games. And he had those for like 
I think they were like maybe fifteen or twenty dollars a piece wow. loose. Yeah. So I met because he even said too, like willing to ship if you cover the shipping costs. And I'm like, yeah. But I messaged him and he didn't message me back. Like he had a complete inbox. I think he even said it was factory sealed of platinum. But he was wanting like sixty dollars for it. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. So but the problem is, what sucks is a lot of the games that had the cardboard boxes, I probably aren't going to find collect complete in-box of those. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. Unless, yeah, I might just buy the loose ones and then get some repro uh, cases made. I, I need to find someone so. who can reliably make repro print cases because... I found a website. Every single time I've really tried to buy website. out for one of them, they either never ship, they never take payment, like something, something dumb happens. It's annoying. There's a legit website that they have a huge catalogs for like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Because I was gonna, I had my cart had like a hundred dollars worth of covers in it. Wow. And I was just like, I can't spend a hundred dollars worth of covers, like, because you know those covers usually come about three to five dollars yeah. a piece if they're on that good and, paper. Uh, yeah. They were on very good paper. You can get like you can get clear cases or black cases. Like you get to choose what kind of cases you mm-hmm. want. And in some cases you get to choose the artwork. Like you can choose the North American or the Japanese version. Yeah. So like with Metroid, uh, I wanted uh for my copy of Metroid on Nintendo, you could pick the Japanese version and the Japanese version looks far more superior than uh the Nintendo or the North American version. The 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 Japanese version is like the yellow one that has like an actual artwork of Samus on the front. I think I've seen that. Yeah. And that looks much better than just the the other version. So I'll have to find that website too. So yeah, let me click on this link, see if it's the right one. Uh yeah, it's the right side. Okay. But it doesn't have it doesn't have like the classic series at the top. Okay. Yeah. So I might be buying some of those as well because there was a lot. They have a lot of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance ones. And I have a lot of loose, loose games of those. Mm-hmm. So, But other than that, not a whole lot going on. Just getting ready to go to Austin tomorrow, which with all this fucking Corona going around, I'm actually a little worried about now. But hey, there's not going to be as many people there since South by Southwest got canceled. That's true. So. Uh, one other thing that I want to bring up, I forgot. It's part of my pickups. I also picked up Mega Man Zero Collection, and I picked up yeah. the the Yakuza Collection three, four, and five for the PS4. Yeah. Did you know that that's uh short print? They're no longer printing that anymore. What the Yakuza Collection? I, I guess I need to order it off of Amazon then. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know if the price hikes have already started, but my guys over at GameStop. Because I was asking him, yo, do you have this? And he looked it up. And he was like, no. And we're no longer carrying it anymore. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they stopped printing that shit, dude. So. Well, well, let's say. it. Well, first of all, was it uh, manufactured in. Uh, China? China. I don't know. Dude, there's so much shit that does come out of China. Like all these manufacturing companies that are getting shut mm-hmm. down. It's affecting a lot of yep. shit. Uh, Amazon still has them for $60. Yo, eBay's they're trying to sell for 120, dude. Where? eBay. Oh, I guess I need to buy this then. Yeah, I just looked at this shit right now. I wish I could get I want to get that version. What's the one that comes with the glasses? Like is that a 6? The glasses? 
The drinking glasses. One of the versions, one of the special editions come with some drinking glasses. I don't remember. I don't know. Part six has the essence of life version that had, or the song of life, which has like an art book with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be one of the Kiwami games that had like some glasses, like drinking glasses that came with it. Oh, here we go. No, it was Yakuza 6, uh, the song of life after hours premium edition. It is $85 on Amazon right now, and it came with, like, an art book and two, like, it looks like small glasses that you would drink whiskey out of. Yeah. And it has, like, I think it has, like, the tattoos etched in the glasses. That's... Like, uh, Kiryu's uh, dragon tattoo. That's pretty baller. That's really what it looks like. Oh, are those whiskey? No, those aren't whiskey dice. They they might just be regular dice. And it looks like it comes with some coasters, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to buy that one, but I'll probably get that remastered edition since it's getting rare. I, I want the Vanquish and Bayonetta, but like, I don't want the Bayonetta part. Like, is that, is that bad to say? Why like, not? Cause I have, Bay- I have it on the switch. Like I have the updated so version. You just want to play Vanquish. I would pay $20 for the Vanquish, uh, remaster. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you there, man. I don't know either, but. All right, I guess we, we're already, like, in way over an hour. So I guess we need to go ahead and hit the news. Luckily, these articles seem to be fairly short. They're not super long. Uh, the first one we got, I think I sent you this article earlier this you week. Did. Is did. Uh, let me pull up my Word document. So, Jesus, you wrote a fucking art, like, novel <laughs> with these notes, Oh, my man. God. <laughs> Look, they're just talking points. All right. Uh, so blood, uh, bloodstained dev ditches the five million dollar roguelike stretch goal that it got over four years ago after the Kickstarter was a success. Uh, so the developer Artplay has made the difficult decision to renegade. So renege. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I said renegade <laughs> on a Kickstarter goal four years after it was reached. In a post on the Bloodstained Kickstarter page, Ko- uh, Koji Igarashi announced that the game mode roguelike will be canceled stating that the code that was created in the early phases of development is currently not compatible with Bloodstained's gameplay, especially a procedurally generated castle. I think he even said from the get-go that code would not be possible, which that red flagged me. I'm like, if you knew that was possible, why would you put that as a stretch goal? Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get through the meat of the information, then we can talk about it. Uh, instead, Artplay promised to release a game mode called Randomizer to take its place. In Randomizer, the player can experience the story in a brand new light. Before starting the game, players can choose up to eight different parameters to be randomized during the playthrough. For example, you can either shuffle the positions of key items or scatter them through the castle in random positions. Enemy shards and items can be shuffled between themselves. Everything from shops to crafting requirements to quest rewards can be manipulated. The mode will also ensure that you uh, would not be given bad seed that you could soft lock the game. So absolute key items that you need to progress in the game will still show up where they need to be. Or at least in a position that you're able to get during that time. Yeah, there's like, I think there's like a link to the past randomizer that you can get soft locked out of sometimes. Oh, there's plenty of, like I was playing an Ocarina of Time randomizer and they have one where do you want absolute chaos or do you want to know that you can beat the game? (laughs) Uh, It's not uncommon. Roguelike was originally meant to add a procedurally generated dungeon. Per the original post, uh, quote, in this mode, you'll face a new castle every time. 
braving its treacherous and massive halls for loot, glory, and the simple satisfying feeling of going where no Miriam has gone before. Once you've explored its passages and defeated its boss, you'll get a code that will enable you to share your randomly generated dungeon with a friend. If you find it particularly hard one, you can share it with an enemy. IGA isn't picky. So, this is a weird one because, yes, it is completely shitty, I think, that they put that as a stretch goal if they knew from the beginning that the game's code would not support a randomizer. I'm sorry, a roguelike. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Maybe there was like some hope that they can figure out how to do it later on down the road. Uh, yeah. And now he's just coming clean with it. To be honest, um, I I do like the idea of a randomizer more than I do a roguelike. Yeah, I do too, actually. Um, I talked to Connor about this too, and Connor said too that he would prefer that. Yeah, uh, roguelikes... Roguelikes are fun, but I think that when you're doing the randomizer, there's that element of like the desire to speed run it compared to like a roguelike where it's like I'm being extra cautious because I don't know what I'm going to get later on down the road. And there's obviously a uh, um, an audience for that. It's more fun to stream randomizers than it is roguelikes. For us, like I, I, I think that uh, randomizers are a hell of a lot of fun. Like there's there's a yeah. Final Fantasy ten randomizer where they just randomize the fucking uh, sphere grid. I think that's cool as shit. Oh, there's RE two randomizers. Yeah, like there's I mean, tons of no, yeah, that shit is fucking fun as fuck. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact that I guess you could say it's false advertising because you knew yeah. ahead of time that this system probably wasn't going to be able to be implemented. Why continue to push it? It would have been different if they didn't know in the beginning. And then they just recently found out, oh, wait, we it won't support that. Right. But knowing even uh, Igarashi himself said from the get-go they knew the code wouldn't do that. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. But he got lucky. What's good? He did. So I think this is another wonderful one-on-one situation where he has a good track record. So he's more like he, we people will forgive him a little bit more. There are still some people that are pissed off, but you you can look at the good side on this too. At least they came up with another mode to replace it. They could have just been like, "Sorry, it's not going to work." Sorry, guys. Yeah, I think that that's the reason why that the blow doesn't hit as heavy because you have the randomizer, which is. I don't want to say it's almost the same thing because it's not, but yeah. it's it's pretty damn close. But we also have to see it from the other side of the coin as well. What if we were in the exact opposite situation where we loved roguelikes more than we liked randomizers, and then we just got effed? Right. And there are people out there that are like that. I agree. So, but Kickstarter, that's been the hot topic lately. Ooh, so. ooh. <laughs> yep. So let us know what you think. So you can email us or anything like that. Let us know what you think about some of the Kickstarter stuff that's going on. Message Actually, if you tweet at us on Twitter, that's probably a little bit better. That's better. I don't think I've yeah. shilled our email address in almost a year. N- do the Twitter. The Twitter's the best. <laughs> Twitter or comment on our you. We're starting to get more YouTube comments. So we actually read them. 
Like we read them now. I don't know if we'll ever get famous and we're just like, don't read those no more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all. It that's all we worse. got. Really, you could that's have just... a paragraph on one of your videos explaining why you're not in your fucking slutty plushy uh, panty and stocking. Dude, fucking... I was gonna, I was going to never bring that up, <laughs> but. No, it, you're it, like it I simultaneously hate that I was in this, but I also can't shut the fuck up about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? Because at the end of the day, it's funny, and I know it's at that guy's yeah. own expense because now he has to re-record everything, and it's super shitty of me. It's apps. I am a fucking scumbag, but I don't care because I sleep well at night, especially over that. Especially, I love that I got not being a part of that. And apparently you're also a furry. So. Okay. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, do you know how, like, shit, the shit-eating grin I had on my face Thursday night when I everyone started going with it? I was like, uh-oh. I didn't mean for this to be a thing, but the diversion is now off of me. So... <laughs> on Thursday night, for people that didn't watch the stream, I got everyone in the Megavisions to... <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for this whole thing to blow over. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not even disappointed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not even disappointed. <laughs> it's really just the annoyance of how everything blew up because it wasn't you. You may think it was you. It wasn't you. It was Scotty. <laughs> Scotty was the one that started laying it on there because of that stupid comment in our Discord. Whatever. Oh, uh, if you want to know what the comment was, we're not going to tell you. You should join our Discord. Join the Discord. You'll <laughs> fucking find out. God damn it. All right. Take your anger out on Stadia. Stadia has no fucking value as per indie developers. Stadia <laughs> continues to struggle as a new report from Business Insider suggests. Stadia stands alone with 28 games available for streaming, mostly heavy-hitting AAA titles like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Borderlands 3, and Destiny 2. Stadia is also expected to gather more support from major developers from the likes of Doom Eternal and Cyberpunk 2077 coming to the platform. However, there is a notable absence in their indie department with only four games rounding out their catalog. Business Insider met with some prominent indie developers who wish to remain anonymous to discover why games like Shovel Knight, Dead Cells, and Bloodstained weren't on the platform. I want to move this down so I can actually read it. Your neck's going to start hurting like I did whenever neck I, is, I was playing the N64. It was a mix between the, the neck hurting and like me trying to focus my eyes because the font is really small, but it's fine. So, from an anonymous developer, they say... We were approached by the Stadia team, usually with the kind, uh, usually with that kind of thing. They lead in with an offer uh, that would give you an incentive to go with them, but the incentive was kind of non-existent, as they said. That's the short of it. Uh, it's that there isn't enough money there. One publishing executive we spoke with said the offer was apparently so low that it wasn't even part of the conversation. Wow. Uh, when we were looking at these type of deals, another prominent indie developer said, we were looking at, is there enough money where we can have the resources to make what we want? Or is this an exclusivity deal that gives us security, they said. These developers more or less echoed the same sentiment. Google simply wasn't offering enough money to be worth the hassle. In quote, there are platforms that you want to be on because they have an audience and you want to reach that audience. That's where Steam and Nintendo Switch is at. Uh, they have big mm. groups of people that are on their platform, and you want to be with those, be in those groups, so that those audiences can play your games. 
That's the problem that Stadia is facing. Google doesn't have the audience to draw in uh, developers on their side, so they must create incentive. But Google has what? a track record of trying something new and attempts to get everyone excited about it. Then sooner or later, when they don't get the response that they were expecting, they drop it. We talked about this uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Where we had the list. Uh, it was basically the Google graveyard. Mm-hmm. And Because I remember when the Google Glasses came out. That's one of them. Yep. That's one of the things that got axed. Uh, er, it it started so early, like it wasn't like recent or like in the last ten years. Like even like Google, I gotta applaud Google for trying shit. Right, absolutely. But they also just cut that shit. I mean, I guess that's a good thing if they start to see that it's bleeding them. Mm-hmm. Then they need to cut it off. But it's also scary to get people with a you know someone that has a track record like that to get behind you. Like, what if Stadia, which Stadia isn't doing well right now, it could just get the plug any minute. That's the problem that I see with Google. And I'm going I'm to get into it a little bit more after I finish this. But Google okay. doesn't have – Google has commitment issues. It's just the best <laughs> way that I can – Yeah, no, they have commitment <laughs> issues. Um, but, no, let's get into it. That's the problem that Stadia is facing. Google doesn't have the audience, and they go into something and they drop it. Uh, in quote, if you can see yourself getting into a long-term relationship – it with Google, <laughs> but with Google's history, I don't even know if they're working on Stadia in a year from now. That would be something crazy that Google does with their given their track record. When Google was reached for uh, a comment, Stadia representative Patrick Sabold offered the following: "The publishers and developers that we speak with regularly are very supportive, and they want Stadia to succeed. Yeah, no shit, because they're they're putting their product on your shit. They're trying to make money." Right? Uh, it's also worth pointing out that not every publisher has announced the games for Stadia so far, so more games will continue to be announced in due course. He went on to continue naming various AAA developers that they currently have mm-hmm. uh, a contract with. I think that the core issue is that Google approaches the gaming industry, uh, Google's approach to the gaming industry is that they don't realize the weight that indie games carry. Within the community. They carry a huge amount of weight. Major developers don't create hit indie uh, games like Stardew Valley or Celeste or any of these smaller games that will fill in the gap for these AAA games that have four to five year development cycles. One final quote is like, it wasn't just a financial thing. Uh, At the end of the day, I'm asking the question, why would I do this? There was no positive reason to move forward. There wasn't really anything uh, to want from us moving forward with Google uh, just to get in the door and be the first one on the platform. There's no incentive. Who is this for? (laughs) That's the issue. That's what we always say. That's the issue. Like, it's easy to see where Microsoft is coming from with this because they already have a platform. They already have their games. So if they come up to you and say, hey, man, you want to fucking stream? We'll stream. We have fucking yeah. Project X Cloud, and we have uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, you want to stream Xbox Game Pass? That sounds real cool, guy. Come, come check this shit out. I'll stream. PlayStation has PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now has been, you know, a streaming service on their platform that they've had for a couple years. But you know, imagine them cutting a deal with Apple or Nintendo or some other fucking shit, and they say, "Hey, you can now stream." PlayStation Now on your fucking Switch or Chromecast or whatever the fuck that you want to do. 
that seems to be a better deal than Google coming up and it's like, hey, we're a new platform, we're Stadia. You know all those games that you already own on all those other platforms? Now you can stream them, but you have to buy them again. Yeah, no. I just I just no. don't see the reason. And again, yeah. I th- I, I think if you had the indie crowd on that platform with games cuz there are a lot of let's let's be honest, the pricing of AAA games is not the same as for indie games. Mm-hmm. It would be more entitled if you're like, "Hey, you got to buy this game again, but it's also like only a $20 game." I want to know who Google hired to be their eyes and ears of the gaming industry. I'm really curious about it because anyone worth their salt would have identified that this was a problem. Or the problem has been identified and the, the higher-ups don't want to admit it. it. It doesn't make any sense to me, like, especially when you're like a tech giant like Google. Because you know what? I bet you if Facebook tried this shit, Facebook would have totally jumped on the whole indie bandwagon. I mean, they're the ones yeah. who started fucking Farmville. Like, so, goddamn. I am so happy to admit that I have never played that game. Neither did I, but you know what? You know how many Farmville invites I got and how many people I defriended because they kept Farmville inviting me? I mean, you can just mute them. You don't have to fucking cut them out of your life, Corey. I didn't like them to begin with. Okay, then that's different. It was helping. It was it was a win-win for me. <laughs> okay. So you because if you invited me for, to Farmville, I found out the kind of person you were. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I played the game that would later become Clash of Clans, I think. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But bro, I was like 15. Get off me. I played it for like three weeks. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it like that. <laughs> mm. Get off me, Corey. No, don't say, bro, I'm 15. Get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I'm a 31-year-old adult and Chris You're not is helping 20. it. You're and not tw- helping Chris it. Chris is a 29? No, no, I turned 30. Th- th- we're both old fucks. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway. That's all I got on, on the whole Google thing. They don't we, We've beaten the fucking horse. I'm the at the horse. point where I don't want to talk about Stadia anymore. Oh, we got there. What was the other thing? Uh, we don't talk about it oh, anymore, but fuck. we've had topics. Um, I think Fallout 76. Yeah, we, Fallout we get to the point with topics the, where we're just the, like, the we're done. Yeah. Yeah, we're just done. The hate train stops here. I'm just not interested. We can we can only talk about it so many times every week. Yeah, Unless getting, something huge. I'm, I'm getting there with Blizzard, too. Yeah. Like, man... All right, let me go into this. So, our next topic that we got is uh, Warcraft. Th- Blizzard destroys the first Warcraft 3 Reforged tournament with multiple disconnects. After a botch released, Blizzard had the chance to redeem themselves with some public goodwill at the DreamHack Anaheim 2020 Open Cup. While we would love to tell you everything, tell you that everything went well at that event, that's not the case. The event was rife with disconnects throughout the tournament, though most notably occurring between quarterfinals where Swedish RTS player Marcus Thorzane Ekloff played a best-of-three match against South Korean top player Jang Moon Jaiho. Probably said it wrong. Probably, but, but I don't speak Korean, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, their tags, Moon and Thorzane, have had uh, history in early days of StarCraft II where Thorzane was one of the best non-Korean Terran players. Thorzane had some experience with Warcraft 3, but Moon was considered a heavy favorite of the tournament because I think Moon had been with the game for so long and all that. After both players won a game apiece, 
Thorzane was on the verge of winning Game 3, being an expansion ahead of from Moon, launching uh, launching an attack on Moon's left flank and gaining some up upgrade advantage. And then the players disconnected. According to tournament rules, the match must be restarted rather than resumed from a replay as Blizzard has done before in Overwatch League and apparently has done in StarCraft 2 as well. After the reset, Thorzane again was able to gain considerable lead against Moon by having a substantial amount of gold and upgrades, and then the match dropped again, and both players were disconnected. To try to fix the issues, the organizers reverted the game back to Warcraft 3 vanilla graphics in order to counter the desync problem, but by that time it was too late. Moon had learned how Thorzane's playstyle was from... Or, I'm sorry, Moon had learned Thorzane's playstyle from what was essentially two practice matches, and he closed the series out at 2-1. Those potential losses would have been the only losses Moon would have experienced as he would go through the win the whole tournament. And Blizzard has since remained mum on the crisis. Surprise, surprise there. And with some of the players stating that Blizzard staff was in attendance and were asked how to fix the issue, who allegedly just shrugged their shoulders and left. Now that that's that could be conjecture because that was comments from people who say right, that they went to right. DreamHack Anaheim. That's not official. Yeah, but uh, the you Warcraft know what? Three community- I wouldn't be fucking surprised. The Warcraft Three community has since started a GoFundMe for Thorzane, pulling funds to match the difference between making top eight and making top four, which is roughly between twelve hundred fifty dollars to two thousand dollars. Expected Blizzard response: We're sorry you didn't get the tournament you expected. Uh, I believe the GoFundMe was like I think it was slated at like seven hundred and fifty bucks. It was only seven fifty. I uh, looked it up. But they they hit went it. over. Yeah, they're at like eight eighty, almost nine hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That is strictly to show that the community is behind Thorzane and showing that yes, he would have won both of those. Uh, yep. There were some. Uh, I don't know if they were racist comments. Uh, I'm not entertaining one of the that articles. Do I? I've seen it. I'm not entertaining it. Some of them were trying to say that they purposely let the Korean yeah. player win. Uh, yeah. One, I don't think that's the case because there were multiple disconnects throughout the entire tournament. There was at least six. Uh, secondly, Blizzard shitty, but I won't. I'm not going to say they're that level of shitty. Yeah, no, I I find that really hard to believe. Uh, I don't think it's really Moon's fault. You know, no, he was just put in an advantageous spot. Yeah. It's he played. They both did what they were supposed to do, but Blizzard didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So that's uh, what's so crazy is like you're not like I could I could see maybe game drops if you're like continents away, but these guys are like almost right next to each other. Yeah, in the same room. Yeah, and like that is just shitty, man. And now I'm really I'm really curious about their net code. And you know how it operates mm-hmm. because that that's really abnormal. Yeah, because the old before the reforged and all that stuff, there wasn't these issues. Not to mm-hmm. this level. There might have been some disconnect issues, but not in DreamHack tw- like final tournaments. And when shit. you're in the same fucking room, like that's that's excessive. Yeah, Blizzard's got to get their shit together. But this might be the last article we talk about blizzard because it's the same shit over and over again they're just doing more and more shitty shit they try to put a half-hearted apology and then uh i did see some i saw a lot of diablo 4 stuff came out like Mm -hmm. interviews with some of the uh art designers and they showed a lot of the arts and some of the mechanics in diablo 4 i read about a lot of that that seems very interesting 
So if you do want to check that out, I'd say go check out the Diablo 4 stuff. But Blizzard continues their shaky track record. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of shitty track records, E3 creative director IM8Bit drops out of the event. I am 8-Bit is a creative service company that designs video game collectibles and was set to be the creative director uh, for E3 2020. And they have recently announced that they are resigning from that post. In a Twitter statement with mixed emotions, I am 8-Bit stated that they will not participate in what was supposed to be an evolutionary E3 floor experience. They've produced hundreds of gaming and community events and was able uh, and it was a dream to be involved with E3. They wish the organizers the best of luck. This comes off the heels of a previous story where Jeff Keighley announced that he would not be participating in E3 this year. Uh, this also continues to paint the grim picture of the state of conventions considering the coronavirus. South by Southwest 2020 was recently kinked in the city of Austin. The city of Los Angeles has recently declared a state of emergency considering the threat of the virus, and the ESA has announced that they are closely monitoring the situation and will make announcements about E3 2020 as deemed necessary. Dude, E3 2020 is going to get canceled. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it, I don't want to say it was done before corona, uh, but it was definitely like on the verge of collapsing. Um, yeah. You know, I think that major conventions like this can usually survive. GDC recently got canceled. Uh, yeah, they know. can they can get canceled and then they'll still be fine mm-hmm. coming up. But I just feel like yeah. there's no interest from the community and the industry to continue E3. That may not be true because Microsoft said that they were dedicated to going. Uh, Nintendo said that they were definitely going to have like some booths. Um, but Sony, yeah, but... Facebook, um, a few others, they all said that they weren't planning on going. Whether it be yeah. from like E3 being shit or the coronavirus. So it's just a matter of time. That's very – that's very – It's. The first thing, I, I just want to say red flagged because this first Twitter comment is is funny. But for someone to say that the, their dream was to work with E3 and then they're like, yeah, we're out. Never mind. Some you know, shit's going on where they didn't want, they didn't like what was going on. That could be the case. However, I do believe that, you know, when given an opportunity to pretty much change the way that the convention has been going for the last couple of years, this would have been a huge opportunity for I am 8-Bit. Yeah. I don't know how big they are. I don't know what else they've done. Uh, I know that they've done some smaller things. I know that they've done some bigger things. Like you recently shown off a, uh, a thing that they did with Capcom for some 30th anniversary collection. They do a lot of vinyl. Like that was one of the things we were seeing this week. Was I think what was it nineteen eight uh, nineteen XX got a nineteen eighty X yeah yeah and it was from I am eight bit. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, like this would have been huge for them. I mean, yeah, you're practically working with the devil, but <laughs> the devil's got money apparently. So I I don't think that this is an easy decision that the company made. Yeah, the coronavirus was just like the icing on the shit cake. Mm-hmm. So I'd agree with that. But yeah, like we said last week, just take some precautions. Like, watch hygiene. ass. 
Wash your ass. I'm not making another clip called Wash Your Ass, Wash Your Hands. That was already one. You just spilled beer all over you. What? <laughs> I thought you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> this uh, beer is but... weird. This is this is brewed with oysters, man. Ew. Yeah, I sw- no, it's good. I don't give a shit. Nah, fuck you. That's gross. It's, no, it's good as shit. I, fuck you. It's great. Uh, I can't deal with the loogie food. It's not loogie. No, like oyster, like those kinds of shelf. Like I can't deal with oysters and clams. I can eat scallops, but only if they're cooked. But I can't eat like raw oysters and shit, man. That's like nah, a big ass loogie. So I don't, I don't eat oysters. I won't fuck. I don't fuck with oysters. One time I got Gross. really sick in Florida from eating oysters, but at the same time, that was an all-you-can-eat seafood place. I know. Yeah, I, I know that. Your I know that you work off the coast, but still, you know that that's all still a red eat. flag. Still, yeah. all you, you got can a eat. bad immune system. We've already established. So <laughs> I wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's the podcast title. I wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> oh uh. shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I don't know. E three. That's uh, that's another one we always keep talking about. <laughs> you know, it's sad because I always wanted to go to E three. That was day, the dream, man. It was the dream. That was that was like the American gamer dream. Go to E three. Yeah. Now I don't know what it. Pax East. I guess, but the PAX thing East is, look dope. Yeah, PAX East is fucking like all awesome. those indie games that Powell played. That shit looks so fucking cool. Like I, I, I want to go south. Is I want to go next year, but PAX South is in San Antonio, and I go to Austin a lot. So yeah, man. I went. I need to go. Yeah, man. You you should. Um, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't grow up with PAX East. I grew up with E three. That's that's what I remember, and that's what I want to like. Go those to. old E threes, like or first E threes, those things are dope. Uh, oh, I already missed it. It was in January. Big rip. That's Magfest time. Uh, it was late January, so no. Oh, oh well. Anyway, yep. Uh, what do we got next? Let's see. I don't give a shit about E three anymore. This one that you said. This, this must be from the Just Dance stuff. Is that what that header is? Just Dance? When Just Dance was at E3? I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't know. This is Fortnite shit too. So, I don't know. This he- this header in this one article you sent me uh, enrages me. Let me so. look. I don't I don't remember seeing that. Uh, I'll let you look at it. It's one of the articles in there. Uh, I'll go into the next one. So, key writers uh, are out of Sega of America. Two writers of the recent 3D uh, Sonic the Hedgehog games may no longer work for Sega of America. Ken Pontac and Warren Graff both have updated their LinkedIn accounts showing that Pontac has been absent since 2018 and Graff separated with the company in October 2019. If accurate, this would make the final project for the writers worked on Sonic Forces for Pontac and Team Sonic Racing for Graff, both of which are subpar games with nearly no redeeming qualities. That, I feel like, was added by you. (laughs) That last one is subjective, and it might be biased. So, one hundred percent accurate. You put that. You somehow knew I was going to get this article, and knew I was going to have to read that. Uh, it should be noted that Sega of America often don't take on writers and artists as full-time employees. Instead, contracting them out on a project-by-project project basis, and the duo could be just sitting in contact contract limbo. Which, would however, be the lack of writing, which means that they would make another game. 
Yeah. However, the lack of writing credit from Pontac and Team Sonic Racing could show that there could be more going on behind the scenes. It's unclear what brought about these changes and could signal more changes with the Sonic brand in the works of Sega America. Uh, I did read some things that it could be possible that uh, they might be working on other games and they just can't say it yet, which is a probability. But the Team Sonic Racing stuff kind of debunks it a little bit. Yeah. Um, also, at the same time, Ken Pontek is like, I think they said he was like 63 years old. So he's really yeah. close to retiring. Yeah, he's an old dude, man. Uh, and one of them was working on State of Decay. So uh, Pontek is who will turn 63 this year. And then State of Decay is Pontek. Yeah, I'm glad to see them gone because they haven't written a good story since Colors. I can't input on any of this because I didn't play any of the Sonic games from 2010 until now, um, except for his Generations. Mm. Well, Generations was 11, so I don't think they had anything to do with that, but they definitely worked on Colors, which Colors, I think, is my favorite 3D game, but I've heard it's really good. I need Lost Worlds is a train wreck. I didn't Forces like is abhorrent. <laughs> oh my fucking I hate all I remember horses. all I remember from that game is there apparently Sonic's supposed to be dead and then Tails is like saying something about Sonic and Knuckles is like don't talk about his name or something like like don't bring him up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's dead and I'm like what the fuck is going on in like this game? some really shitty PTSD going on between like the two of them or the three of them or some shit like that like oh my god knuckles has always been like the the shitty rival character like and, the second in command i guess yeah and say. then like once he's gone he's just like i like puts him on this fucking pedestal and it's like you don't say <laughs> his name in vain his eyes that's are- what this is don't say his name in vain <laughs> but the thing is is that the 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 apex like shitbag moment from sonic forces is when they're all on the battlefield and you have all the the robots on one side being run by Infinite, I think his name is. It's shitty yes. fucking name. Uh, and then the other army being run by Knuckles. And they do the, the most garbage battle cry running into combat. They have no weapons. They're by themselves. They're, they're just running towards the fucking enemies. And what? it's like the the most lackluster combat scene it's like it's like shitty braveheart man it's what? just really Who bad at sonic and was like we need a lord of the Rings style battle scene ken pontact and warren graf that's that's who. the best part of that game is how you can make your character look so fucking stupid and it shows in cutscenes. i hate it I hate it so much. They should have never gave these motherfuckers money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we so we told you these news articles are short, and we're trying to work with what we got, ladies and gentlemen. But that's all we got on this one. <laughs> no, I'm glad to see them gone. Burn them at the stake. Oh God, we should be writers for. <laughs> really, you know, they're gonna say it was like, oh yeah, Chris, he's the furry. You should get him to do it, and I'm going yeah. to create 
the worst pseudo porn story. Well, they're going to listen to two podcasts where both of us get called furries, and they're just going to be like, we're going to hire these furry guys. <laughs> Scrubverse uh, must be something to deal with furries. <laughs> don't don't already <laughs> label us, man. Don't, don't, don't do that. No, see, you have to embrace it, and then people won't care. The yeah, more you sure. hate something, the more people will try to associate it with you. Have you not been watching YouTube in the last 10 years? No. You're a liar. I sit under a rock. <laughs> so you don't get corona. <laughs> exactly. I don't I don't like shit. I don't go outside. I don't like shit. I don't like people. Tell me about this turbo graphic cuz that has shit to do with corona as well. Yeah, I got two bullets on this shit, man. <laughs> this should have been an icebreaker. I don't know why. Uh, another it's victim of the coronavirus has been tallied. The PC Engine Mini was scheduled for release on March 19th. However, Konami, the shitlords that they are, fuck them, announced that the March 6th uh, announced on March 6th that the events of the COVID-19 has halted production and shipment of these new products. No new dates have been announced, but Konami is hoping to ship them, quote unquote, as soon as possible. I haven't heard any fucking marketing for <laughs> the TurboGrafx 16 Mini. Outside, of I like, remember months ago when I mean, we, we first talked we about talked it. about it, but like they haven't hyped it up. They haven't been released. So there is a distinct difference between what Nintendo did and what Sega did and what Konami did. Okay, yes. so Nintendo was just like, "Yo, we're releasing this shit," and everyone got like kind of excited. Sega yeah. fucking dragged this shit out and like, yo, we're releasing it 10 games at a time. And every single announcement was more hype than the last one. They were pretty good. Right? Even though those things are starting to go on sale now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Fine. That's fine. Get Whatever. you one and mod it. Get you one, mod it. They're fucking, they're the best mini that's out there. But Konami was just like, yeah, we might do this. Will it get us money? Will you buy this? Otherwise, we're just going to go back to making pachinko machines. Dude, don't bring up. Every time you say the pachinko machines, it reminds me of the the King of Fighters and the Castlevania ones. Wait, King of Fighters has a pachinko machine? Yeah, there was one where like it was like it was some kind of trailer. And I was like, oh, shit, this looks like a King of Fighters new game. And it's like, nah, psych, it's a pachinko machine, motherfucker. Yeah. Look it up later. We're almost there. <laughs> We're at the end. <laughs> like, that's what else do you want us to say, people? <laughs> Coronavirus is stopping everything. I can't get rig fit. Chris can't get a turbo graphics, whatever. We can't go to any whoa, fucking whoa, whoa. conventions. What made you assume that I wanted that? I want the Japanese one. You the just American proved one. my point. Okay, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> the Japanese ones get manufactured in Japan or in China as well. Corona. Corona. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. And your face. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. <laughs> Wash your ass. That's all we got for news. I think Scotty's the only one with questions because we, yet again, we're fucking kings of not updating our own Discord. That, that's, that's fine. I mean, our Discord has become the bastard child of the Megavision universe. No, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I simultaneously hate it and love it. Well, we post the shit that like 
We don't know if we should post it in Megavisions, <laughs> so... Like, you can't post just, anything about Subverse in there. Like, throw all that shit in the Scrubverse one. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's the, we're the not-safe-for-work pod. Uh, we're, we're the NSFW server for yeah. Megavisions. <laughs> you want to you post that, like, that weird shit? Go ahead. Do, do it over there. Fucking trash. If you want to post your Sonic OC... <laughs> Your furry Sonic OCs. Uh, so let's just hit these questions. There's only five. Okay. Because we posted it like an hour before we recorded. Hey, one of us remembered at least. I thought about it and then didn't. <laughs> I, you, can't, you can't say I thought about it and then I didn't do it. Uh, okay. So Scotty Moe with his five fucking questions. Uh, so Mewtwo Strikes Back got a remake. And, a, and got CG'd. Any other animated movies you want to see get the same treatment? So they have to be movies that are currently like 2D animated. Yes. And then they get the CG treatment. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of movies that I like. Like cartoon movies. I wouldn't say like Samurai Jack because Samurai Jack looks great because of the animation style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I guess My Hero. I'd watch something CG'd of My Hero. Uh, I'm just thinking of like old movies. I'm trying to remember what the name of it. I think it's called The Legend of the Nymph. The Legend of the what? Nymph. I might be wrong. Legend of. Are you talking about the the movie that's not Fern Gully? I You're talking about the so? one with the little mouse, right? Yeah. The That's Secret Legend of Nim. Nim. The Secret of Nim. Nymph is something else. <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> I was looking at my phone and I looked up real quick. I was like, did he cut out and like didn't say a word all the way? <laughs> uh, all dogs go to heaven. That does that shouldn't get a remake. Dom DeLuise is dead. <laughs> uh What's your favorite Pokemon? You can only pick one. I pick Tyranitar. What what'd you say? What's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, you can only uh, pick one. The Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil, like I like all three of the like Cyndaquil, Quilava, Typhlosion. It's always my go-to. It's Cyndaquil. Okay. Um Yeah, no, Typhlosion. Not Typhlosion. Uh Tyranitar. Oh, He's uh, always been my favorite. Pu- pu- yeah, t- Tyranitar was pretty good back in the day, too, because he was rock and dark, and that was a good typing. He's been just a consistently good Pokemon. Well, he's one of those... So you know how in every Pokemon game, they once you start looking at the Pokedex, around the area that you get to the legendaries, there's always that one strand of Pokemon that has a first, second, and third evolution. The pseudo-legendary. Yeah, Dragonite, you know, Jatini. Yeah. Uh, Pupit- or uh, Tyranitar, Pupitar. that's the one for mm-hmm. Gen 2. Uh, there was one uh, that... Hydragon. Salamence. That's... Salamence. So, Hydragon. Like, I think all the pseudo legendaries are like Dragonite, Tyranitar, Salamence. Um, what was Gen 4's? Gen 4 was shit. That was the uh, Hydragon, right? The Darkened Dragon? No, that's the, Gen 5. The... Hydrogeon was. Uh, oh, okay. Gen 5. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know because 4 is the. Cause Pearl and yeah, I don't remember. Oh, 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 Garchomp. Oh yeah, Garchomp's really fucking good. Garchomp. Oh, uh, one good. of them was Axu. No, 
that was not a pseudo legendary. Axu going into Haxorus, that is not a pseudo legendary. The pseudo legendary for Gen 5 is uh, Hydrigion, the three headed dark dragon type. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, newest one would be. Because I like Haxorus better because he's got like that double strike dragon move. It's yeah, super he's strong. really good. He's yeah, like. He's, his attack was like 413, which for yeah, a regular ass Pokemon was massive. I think the newest one is the Dragapult, the ghost dragon yeah, type. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There's also so, like, well, like Gudra and whatever was Gen 7's. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the fairy dragon type. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, my favorite has always, like, my favorite, I've said it before, my favorite is Gen 2. Like, I feel like Gen 2 is the perfect original game because all of that was supposed to be in the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gen 2 is my thing. I, I've always been very partial to fire starters. I've always picked, like, in the beginning, I picked Charmander. I'd go Cyndaquil. Uh, I mean, they've always had a pretty good track record. Like, Torchic with Blaziken. Yeah, it's like, okay. Except so, for, like, Embor. I didn't. I don't think Embor is really that good. So, Charizard was never good until way later. No. Um, Charizard was good in the beginning. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The meta yes, game, he was. No, he wasn't. The metagame... For Gen 1 was normal type Pokemon and then Mew and Mewtwo. That yeah, was that's it. because Psychic and Special was broken. Yeah. But besides that, if you look at like what was considered like the best Pokemon in Gen 1 is either normal type Pokemon and Gengar. Well, that's because Gengar could beat the Psychic types. No, he couldn't because of poison. Right. That was that's so weird. That's how the whole thing was like. Ghost was supposed to, like, not take da- that. Like, it was supposed to be the nullify for psychic, but they fucked up the typing and made him poison, so it still killed him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it was dumb. Because that's back when the special stat was one stat. Mm-hmm. It wasn't special attack and special defense. So no, Charizard was always ass. Nah. Yes. Go he was. fuck yourself. No. No. I don't give a shit. Popularity, he was always the best. <laughs> yeah, popularity-wise, sure. That's why people picked him. But that wasn't Dude, the you reason. were like, what, seven? You don't know about competitive Gen 1? <laughs> I, I knew, didn't even know about competitive I knew Gen that 1. fucking Taurus was the fucking man. Taurus, Taurus is like the strongest Pokemon in Gen 1, dude. I don't... Non-Mewtwo. I don't want to be... I don't want to be on a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, there you go. I even have a Cyndaquil plushie, so there you go. There you go. Question three, is Mewtwo just Shadow the Hedgehog? No. Why? Because Mewtwo came first. Why? Oh, wait, did he come first? When did Sonic uh, Adventure 2 come out? 2000. 2002? Oh, yeah. So Shadow is the Mewtwo. It's the other way around. Mewtwo came before Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's what I'm saying. I don't, I, I don't think that Shadow is just Mewtwo. I think no. that Mewtwo is... I like Mewtwo more than I like Shadow. Yeah. So. Shadow's kind of fucking loser. Uh, the Last of Us series on HBO has been announced. Do we really need what? a cinematic representation of video games of that scale? If so, what game do you want to see a TV series based on? I mean, we already First got The all, Witcher. Yeah, well, The Last of Us, so I don't know anything about 2, but, like, no, not for The Last of Us. 
The Last of Us was basically a fucking movie anyway. Mm-hmm. You were just kind of playing a game in there sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of cutscenes in The Last of Us. It's mostly movie. I watched my friend play it, and I'm like, I'm good. I've experienced this game. Uh, what was the second part of it? What movie? What game? Do we really need cinematic representation of video games of that scale? And if so, what do you want to see a TV series based on? I don't know, man. I always say you can make a TV series out of Le- you can make a cartoon anime series out of Legend of Dragoon, but it's not going to be like the level of what an HBO like. It's not going to be like Game of Thrones or shit like that. Like uh, we had The Witcher, like you said, The Witcher is probably the best representation. If I want to see something else, I want to see like Mass Me- Effect. You could do Metal Gear. Bro, man, you'll have the fucking conspiracy theorists coming out of the fucking woodwork and like trying yeah. to tie shit together. Do you know? You know what that? You know will how do much that could? How many nation? seasons that could? How many seasons that could fuel? We're already on the verge of like a civil war, dude. Now we just need Kojima. Here, here it is. Kojima can have his directing debut. He doesn't need. This is it because we talked about it. Oh my god, it's all full circle. So we always said like Kojima can't do a movie because it'll be a sixty-hour movie. He needs to do a TV series. He can just do give him the rights to the Metal Gear series for he a TV spent series. The last twenty to thirty years trying to run away from Metal Gear Solid, and you're just gonna throw him back in there with a TV series. Yeah, because don't act like you wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say I'm the bad guy. I've never played a Metal Gear game. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Halo? Yeah. Halo yeah. already kind of has done it with its movies. It has movies. Yeah, it does. It's got real and CG movies. As a real movie? Yeah, one of those was based off of Halo f- four or five. I heard that they were doing a live action and just never followed through. And I think it I was worked at Hastings and it was either... there. I own it. I have a copy of it. Really? Yeah, I have to look at it. I'll send it to it you. It was either but... Michael Bay or Peter Jackson that was supposed to direct it. It wasn't that caliber of live act. Like it was live action, but it was like you know how the Mortal Kombat like TV series and those small offbeat movies. Oh. It's like those level of yeah. It's not like okay. AAA or anything like that. So whatever. What was it? What were we just talking about? See, my fucking brain is going. Halo live action movie. Halo. Halo live action. Uh. Unto Dawn, forward unto dawn, I think. Well, no, that's the trailer. One of these, yeah, it might be. I think it's based off of Halo Four. So, ah, okay. Is that it? No. Last question: <laughs> What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? I don't do shit for St. Patrick's Day. When is St. Patrick's Day? I don't know. I don't go out and drink. I don't go out. I drink at home. I don't. Go- I'm definitely not going out anywhere right now. It's Tuesday, the March seventeenth. So. Not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. Oh, that's the weekend. That's the week I'm home. I'm in Austin next week, and then I'm in Austin the the week of the twenty third. Okay. Um, nothing probably. I don't go outside. I'm not do shit. It's a Tuesday night. I'll be streaming. Yeah, I'll be home. I might drink some booze on stream. Yeah, but you won't see it because I don't use a webcam for that stream. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to, so that's, I did used to, so growing up, it, we would celebrate, like, we wouldn't even celebrate St. Patrick's Day, it would just be that day, and I couldn't drink alcohol as a kid, so I would get Sprite, 
and my mom was like, put a little bit of green food coloring in it. So I'd put like a drop of green food coloring and I'd have a green Sprite. And then when I got old enough to drink, I'd go and get fucked up. And I'd be like, hey, you guys got any of those green Sprites? And they'd kick me out. Because <laughs> they, uh, they're like, are you talking about it in a bottle? I'm like, no, like the liquid's green. And they're like, sir, you are intoxicated. I'm like, joke's on you. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nah, man, I don't, St. Patrick's not my thing. I might, I don't know. I'm, I need to do, what is it called? 23 and Me, where you do your ancestry and all that shit, where you like poop in a ca- uh, container and you ship it off to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's don't, it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know what I am. I, I think I could be Irish because, like, I don't tan for shit. Like, I can't tan. I Just burn. because you don't tan doesn't automatically mean you're Irish. That's true. I could be being racist, but let's look at the track record. Irish people are quite pale. <laughs> like, I dated an Irish girl. I know. Don't date redheads. Redheads are crazy, and it's been confirmed by multiple redheads that I know that they're batshit crazy. So. Okay. Thank you and good night. <laughs> uh, what do you got going on next week? Uh, I got a project that I want to start fucking working on. I'm not going to say anything because anytime I fucking talk about a project, some other fucking shit happens. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. And I'm also going to read this IDW Sonic comic because it's really fucking good. Is that the one that, like, humanizes Sonic? <laughs> I don't know about humanizes, but, like, it's they've got, like, this Zombombo robot bullshit. Like, they're zombie robots. Oh, that one, yeah. Uh, and I've been reading some of the, the clips of it, and it's really good. So I pulled the trigger on it, and I bought, I think, like, the first five issues i'm gonna read through that see how Where the I fuck like you it. buy them from idw has their own app you can buy it on your phone isn't like sonic's the most long longest running not dc or marvel comic series right so it was when it was under archie but that comic series uh. is shit because Pen- ken penders is a fucking pedophile um <laughs> i don't give a shit you could say that i'm wrong you're no, wrong no, no, no. There's a lot of Ken Penders news that gets posted in the Megavision Discord. Yeah, no. So he's a fucking freak of nature. Uh, I was really glad to see that die or just see him go away. But even then, like, the Archie Sonic comic wasn't really that good. Like, let's be honest. It really wasn't that good. Uh, So when IDW got the rights to start making Sonic content... Uh, I think that they ended up getting like Tyson Heese on board to do that some guy's work. just saving everything. Yeah, he's saving Sonic fandom, son. I remember the days where he was doing fucking boxer hockey, and even before that, like he was on Fireball Twenty XL, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't want anyone to remember, because he used to be on Fireball Twenty XL when uh, Brian Bobin or wh- however the fuck you pronounce his name, uh, who is also a fucking pedophile was making uh, That's My Sonic, and I think they were doing Chaos Gardens, and Tyson Heese was doing some weird-ass fucking Sprite comic. Went away for a little bit, was working on fucking Final Fantasy Sonic with uh, Squeaky Squirrel Motherfucker, and then did Boxer I Okay, I legitimately zoned out for a second Uh while you were talking, 
And then I came back into squeaky squirrel shit. Yeah. So, ah, look, it's a rabbit hole, man. I like no. I didn't think I would end up seeing somebody from like my fucking childhood make it in the industry, and it's like. I'm looking at him like, I know you have skeletons in your closet you don't want to fucking talk about. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas. I'm going to do my usual roundup of the the half-price books looking for the good picks of movies and shit like that. Uh, I've got some editing to do for our clips as per usual. And I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter. Getting ready for Doom. Doom Eternal comes out on the 20th. Hell yeah. We only have T-13 days. It comes out... Ooh, I'll be home that Friday, too. Mm. Gonna be Doom. Nice. And uh, I gotta do... I gotta schedule streaming stuff as well. So, since I won't be streaming... Even though I don't stream, I still am behind the scenes making sure that every day is covered. Oh, excuse me. I burped right into the fucking microphone. Uh, at least the days are covered with some kind of content for Megavisions. So, working with talking to some people for Megavisions as well for like artist stuff and all that crap too. So, that's all I got. Right on. All right. Everybody have a good week. Furries out! I fucking. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm taking you down with me. <laughs> <laughs>